Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. What do we think about Nikhil Harry being involved with the offense right now? Uh, he's supposed to be here. He's here. And I think he's going to participate. I think he should practice uh, in those funky little hats. Too long. He should eschew the helmet and just wear his little hat out. He should eschew it? Yes. <laughs> Every once in a while, Fred turns into like, like a 1920s <laughs> newsman. Yeah, sure. See, Hoyer's jumped over Zappy in the depth chart. <laughs> <laughs> jumped over. Well, he's a coach, so. Yeah. Zappy's in, I guess. Yes. Just be yes, quiet. Yes, Mike. I want to yeah. see Zappy. Are you happy with Zappy? I'm very, very impressed with Zappy here. Better not yeah. fall start. I'll have to take a lappy. I don't want to fall into any trappy. I'm, I'm dead serious. I think he throws a good ball. He does. But he's too small. Thick. He is. From the waist down. Yeah. He's a... Uh, uh, well, no, but he, <laughs> You want me to give you a minute? So, Trish is walking along, and in his yep. right hand, he's got... A little black walkie-talkie. I can see something in his hand. Yeah. Yep. Now it could be a chocolate eclair too. I'm not. You know. <laughs> you see. This is Patriots Unfiltered, fueled by Duncan. Patriots Unfiltered. All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium, and it's been a kind of a wild day here. We we started the day by learning. Well, we started last night by learning that they moved practice to 9:30. So we're like, okay, scramble, Great. scramble. Special you morning know, move, edition. Move yeah. your, you know, the live show outside at 9.30, ready to go. We're all ready to go. Then about 6.30 this morning, um, they might be canceling practice. Okay. And then by 7, we found out that they had canceled practice. So we're like, all right, we're back to our regular time yeah. at noon. I think it worked out well, though, because if they went into the bubble, we, I mean, yeah, we wouldn't be able to do a live show. Yeah, if they the bubble, we're, we're done. Yeah. So yeah. we got everything, and now we get to get to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so, but it kind of stinks. I, I was hoping for that one more day to go out and watch them, you know. It was a fun two days. It's a, it's a great way to break up the spring and get a little actual information. I mean, not that it's, you know, definitive in any way, but but you get to watch some football. Listen, it's fun. Absolutely. I, I Listen, you know, this is the time for knee-jerk you know, uh, you know, takes and opinions, you know, with very, very little information, right? right? But my my contention that I'm okay with the offense and I think that Mac has enough weapons, to me, was confirmed. I agree. I'm confirmed. I agree. And I, I, I You didn't watch any 11-on-11 11 11 stuff, I, I take it. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. We'll take those limited sample size. I, I agree with you, and I, I also think my concerns about the defense were, were kind of reinforced, just seeing it on the field. It's a work in progress, but I got some some real questions about the defense. Yeah, I would agree with with you guys. Um, secondary, we all thought was a, a huge question mark. There were some breakdowns in coverage. I, I mean, I don't think it's overly surprising at this time of year. Um, Although I did hear Jack Jones had a couple. Jack yep. Jones is competitive. Yep. Yeah, yeah. he's very ball. competitive. I I, I do think um, you know Mike and I talked about this a little after practice yesterday. I do think there's an element of. He's going at a speed that's different than pretty much everybody else. Yeah, so that's something to keep in mind, keep yeah. keep mm-hmm. an eye on. Yeah. Um, but the the lack of depth in the secondary, I, I think, is is an issue. And I don't know. I mean, they have they've had a lot of different guys out there. When you say that, moves. you mean talented depth? Yeah, because they've got numbers. Well, they have numbers yeah. at safety. They don't at corner. No, yeah, I mean it's Malcolm Butler, Terrence Mitchell. Yeah, Jack Jones, and you know, I mean, rookies. Yeah, jo- you know. Right. Like the rookies, I mean, that rookies don't have, provide you depth until they play. No, but I'm saying they, they have numbers. They have cornerbacks. Well, yes, on they the, have they have right. players on the roster. Right. Yes, yeah. 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 yes, they have a lot of depth at wide receiver too. Christian Wilkerson, right. you know. Sure. The, I I mean, Trey I Trey Nixon. 
you know, not to disagree with Paul. I know everybody hates when I do that, but I, I'm more you never do it. I'm more concerned about the front. It's the same guys. It's Lawrence Guy. It's Godshaw. It's Dietrich Wise. Those. That's your front, and that's what you're going to say. We're going to go into games, and and that I believe that's who you kind of win or lose games with in the trenches. And I I think there is some depth in the secondary. I don't think that the top line is great or or clear yet, but I think it'll be okay. I think the safety group is very deep, and and I think they'll be able to do some things against the pass, but against the run, winning the battle in the trenches, the physical teams, that that's my concern right now. against the, I, I feel good about the offense. I really do. I think there's See, a lot of pieces there. I'm going to agree and disagree with Mike. I'm going to agree with his concerns about the front. I, I think that they basically brought back the same cast of characters that has struggled the last couple of years to stop the run. That, well, but, that's an issue to me. But here's the thing. But I, I, I don't have any confidence whatsoever that they can stop the pass either. They couldn't last year, and they lost the best part of that. Let's get back year, to the run year. for a second. Because this is an example of, you know, it looked bad at times, but why? And that's where we don't really know. Personnel. You know, so, f- so for example, like, for all we know, Barmore, Godshaw, the guys up front did what they were supposed to do, but the guys who were supposed to clean up and take advantage of that didn't do their job. You know, and I'm talking about Hightower and yeah. Van Noy and the guys on the edge. And, you know, maybe with a little bit more speed this year, Godshaw looks better because the guys are filling the gaps the way they're, you know, the, the run fits. You know, they're doing that better than they did last year because they're getting there. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I don't I, know. I, I suppose it's possible, but I just don't see a defense that made a lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage last year. I, I feel like consistently, <coughs> especially in some of the really bad games, that, that teams were getting two, three yards a pop even when they were stopping them. And how do you make an argument now that, that they're going to be better. Now, I, I, I hear it. I mean, I, I, I see Raekwon well, McMillan. Okay. I see Mac Wilson. Those guys so, can run so a little bit. So that's, remember, that is Remember the Patriots unfiltered mantra. Don't listen to what they say. Look at what they do. They got rid of linebackers. They didn't get rid of guys up front. So th- what do they think? It's a good point. Yep. What do they think? It's a that's good fair. point. I just think that you're drawing a conclusion that is different than what they, they're drawing. I don't think that they feel like it's that big of an issue. If they allow rushing yards, I I, I really do. Yeah. I, I, I and I'm not going with the Patriots thing. Like, yeah, they got 200 yards rushing because Bill wanted them to. I'm not going with that because because they, they don't want to allow 200 yards rushing in games. But I just I, I feel like that they don't think that that was the reason why their defense struggled. Um, and you make a really good point. They brought back those guys. I think Godchild was terrible. I think he was terrible. See, I, I, I think dis- Barmore I is, is excellent. I disagree about Godshaw. I think he was adequate. I don't think he's very good at all. I think he gets pushed all over the place. Oh, okay. And, I, I mean, I, I don't know if that's the reason why they couldn't stop the run. I'm not, I'm not equating those. That's why I think Fred makes a really good point about maybe he is okay, but he needs help. I'm sorry. I, I find it hard to believe that Raekwon McMillan – and Mac Wilson are going to be better stopping the run than Dante Hightower and Kyle Van Noy. Like, stopping the run. You want to tell me that Mac Wilson's better in the flat covering Devin Singletary? I can, th- you can convince me of that. Yeah. You want to tell me that those guys can move around and make plays on the perimeter better than Van Noy? And, and th- that I can buy. Filling uh, against a guard, against the run, I can't, I can't buy that. Okay. That, that those guys will be better filling the I just, I just, you know... And we love Dante Hightower for everything that he's done for the team. But I just remember so many times where he's just watching guys blow by him. 
and he's just like I and I don't like I don't want to say it's an effort thing. Yeah, you know why? But it's what because they're breaking through the line untouched, like Jonathan Taylor and the famous. For the, the you know the third and short play was it yep. or a fourth and short that that he broke on for the long run what was that yep. just, yeah just yeah might not even yeah but maybe but, but maybe he's supposed to be up closer to the line oh no he I mean it should be a tackle for five yards yeah but in that particular case the game would have been over with a tackle for five yeah. yards yeah. he should have made the yeah. tackle he did not play well at times last year I'm yeah. not telling you that I, matter of fact I've been telling you the opposite I think it's time to move on right but you can't tell me as a as a run stopper that Mac Wilson will be a better yeah, I, option than Dante Hightower yeah. or, or Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, I don't – well, the way Hightower played last year, I'm not sure about that. I am. Okay. Yeah. I, I am positive of it. Yeah. yeah I, it's just the same guys, but I, Mac's here. Mac's speaking right now, and, I mean, I – I don't want to spend too much time on this. It's very red. <laughs> He's been working out, it looks like. Um, but I, I just got to say, I, I just really impressed with him, too. Like, the progress he's made, he looks in command of the offense. He had some nice downfield throws. You know, it is what it is in terms of being mini camp. But I just think he looks like a second-year quarterback. He, he He's under control. He's in command. Uh, so from that perspective, I, I think that that was my, my biggest takeaway. Mac looking like the guy that we need him to be this year. And as you said, I don't think that they have A-plus weapon guy, Tyreek Hill, that guy. But I think they got a lot of pieces that they have to somehow figure out what's our best offense. But I think they have some choices that they haven't had in the last couple of years. And that goes to the tight end group. That goes to the running back group. That They're deep. And maybe not top heavy, certainly, you know, that. Yeah. that but there's, no, there's a lot of solid guys I, there. I agree. You know, I, you know I'm there's like, reason to be like, I think they, they could do something here on offense. I, I, I'm with you. I'm you with know. you. I'm not, but I'm with you with everything you said about Mac Jones. I, I think that he is um, he's the leader, and it shows on the field. He's doing a little bit of everything. And I'm not even talking about the way he's playing because they haven't done anything. But he's with wide receivers, you know, going Locking over routes. Um, I, I think that he's been constantly uh, talking with Judge and Patricia, mostly Patricia. Um, but I, I, I think the level that he – you know, just visually that he's at right. yeah. is right. so much different. He looks so much more comfortable. From what we've seen, yeah. he's taken this really seriously. Yes. Yeah, and like he's he doing everything to. he can. Yes. Yeah, you're right. He has he's to. a guy that needs to put in the extra work. No, yes. I don't mean because of that. I mean, oh. where are they going to go? Who's who's he getting the guidance from? He's got to oh, take I, the lead. I see what you're saying, yeah. and I agree. But I also think that, you know, he's a guy that he's – He's the extra effort guy because he needs to. He's not, he doesn't have the natural ability, yep. you know, of you he's, know Lamar Jackson. You know, he's gotta he's gotta work at it. But he is. He's doing it. He's doing you know? it. I, I, it's just as a, as a as a Patriots fan, your quarterback is doing everything he possibly can. Now, will it translate to him being a top ten quarterback in the league? He's got to go out there and prove it. But I don't think you could ask any more of Mac Jones in terms of what he's done, what he's bringing. I mean, Paul. Paul made a comment during practice that stood out to me was just, you know, whenever Matt goes, the ball's not hitting the ground. The ball and and I remember Paul telling me two years ago when we were watching Cam Newton do it, Brady Brady was here. Ball never hit the ground. You know, not not trying to say that he's Brady, but that's the kind of no, command in, of the offense but in and how practice, he's running. Particularly it. in shorts, when you're doing a mini camp. And it's a lot of, you know, prep work. It's a lot of install. It's half we're, speed. We're running the plays. You know, against air, 
the ball should never hit the ground. Right. With Mac Jones, the ball never hits the ground. It does when the other guys go. Yeah. And I'm not telling you that, well, geez, when Hoyer goes, he's like completing half the passes. No, they're in the 90s, both him and Zappi. But sometimes they miss. Yeah. Mac never misses. Yeah. And he just looks like really in control. Yeah. Yep. Of what of what they're doing. And I think part of that is mentally he he's gotten it. He gets you know, like does he have all the answers like Brady? No, but I think he's got some of them now. It's that part of it, you know, comes that's the part that comes naturally to him. Yeah. It's the, the upstairs part. Right. Yeah. You know? right. Yeah. And I mean the and I think we saw some some downfield passing last year from him a little bit, but but he's had some great throws and those stand out. You know, I think Aguilar has looked. You know, he he looks better to me. I I don't know if I'm if I'm hoping against hope with him, but he's just consistent around. I mean, he's probably caught as many passes as anybody the last few days. But you know, between him, between Parker, we saw the contested catch with Parker. You know, Trey Nixon has been the talk of training camp. I'm sure we can chat a little bit about him, but doing everything he can with the opportunity he got over those two days with Myers seeming like he's coming back from something, and Bourne was out but, that first. You day. know, if you if you look at the trajectory of any like. Um, you know, Cinderella story, a guy who, you know, really didn't have a shot. But these are the steps that all those stories had early on. They gave him an opportunity and the person, you know, did something with the opportunity and then built from there, you know, and that's, that's what a guy like Trey Nixon has to do. I think Trey Nixon has put himself like when, when we're, you know, a month from now or a month and a half from now, when we're getting ready and Mike and I are like, you know, let's come up with, you know, eight burning questions for training. You know, some, yeah. you know, can click, he build some clickbait that we'll put together? Yeah, um, <laughs> that will be one. I think that will be included no matter how many yep. we decide to do trade Nixon. Can he do it with pads on against defense? Yeah. The way he did in minicamp. Right. Yep. Will be a, a question. You know, I sort of threw one way out there. OK, so most of the stuff that he was doing, you know, like Jacoby Myers is, is definitely limited by some something physical he's not yeah. doing anything against defense he does the drills he's been out there every day that we've been out there but he doesn't do anything you know and he's in a group of about maybe a half dozen uh you know, yep. or so players that, you know that are out there every day but you know jabril peppers yeah. marcus jones they, do they head up the hill like uh, at some they're, point? they're there a lot you know james white they, <laughs> yep. you know they're they're both they do some conditioning yeah. work too but uh, I haven't seen Jacoby Myers do one rep against a defense. Nope. So Trey Nixon has been in the slot and gotten those opportunities. And I started to think, you know, Myers is now a restricted free agent. So he got, you know, it's not expensive. Like he got a second-round tender, I believe. It's not overly daunting. But you just wonder, are they giving this guy the extended look? And the plays are designed to go places. You know, and Trey Nixon said that on, on Tuesday. The first shot play that he had, is, he said his eyes lit up. He got all excited about it because he knew it was coming to him. He knew it was going to be an opportunity. So they're designing plays for Trey Nixon in minicamp. And you, you just wonder, does Bill look at that and say, this guy can give me what I need in the slot, and I could save a couple million here? Well, yeah. It's, let's, can he do it now? Because, you know, like they say, if they don't bite when they're puppies, they don't, won't bite with their dogs. If you can't do it in shorts, yeah. you probably can't do it when it's contested right but he passed this test and maybe Myers stays and stays in the role as the slot guy this year and then they just say thanks but you know good luck in two more years and on his rookie deal and you go and and then you have Trey Nixon for another two years yeah yeah 
Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I went to so, so far as to say, like, if they really like Nixon, you know, maybe you you send Do Myers on his way now. Like, you know, let's put him in the surprise cut category. Right. I, yeah. I think, you know, yeah. I think like, they got a lot of bodies trade. there. Yeah. I think they got a lot of bodies there and they're going to have to. I mean, they're going to have some tough decisions to make either way. But, you know, how many what what do Nixon's opportunities look like when we get to training camp? Is Myers able to go? Does that bury him? I then? also want to see what does Nixon look like when he gets hit? Because mm-hmm. he's small. Like get the pads on. Myers has a little bulk to his frame. Yeah. And it You know, to me, um, can he get off a of press? For I mean, the can la- he get away? For the last two years, Myers has been over the middle catching a lot of passes, and he's and he's he's answered the bell every time, right? Yep, that's his that's his strength. So I do wonder if Trey Nixon could do the same thing and hold up over eighty five catches like Myers did last year. Yeah, and that's that's a good point too because Myers maybe not the crazy athleticism that but reliable in the right spot makes the tough catches right. I mean, and i do think they went downfield a little bit with him last year not yeah. a lot not yeah. a lot i'm not trying to they they listen they did not have a lot of explosive plays last year but i, d- I do think he made a few yeah um and i it, before anybody uh, attacks uh, like this is this is a pu this is a patriots unfiltered post mini camp sort of just throwing some some stuff you know we're, we're watching trey nixon play well like you said fred they gave him some opportunities, and he took advantage of the opportunities. Let's see where it goes. And and now I'm just sort of connecting dots and wondering yeah. about the future. Well, I, I'm not is, telling you that it means anything. Well, this is the fun of it because that's, this is what you want. You want a random guy to pop in, in a camp. And it's no, you know, no certainty that he's going to carry it over into camp. But, I mean, how much do we spend – any time talking about Trey Nixon in the last couple of months, none, you know, right. and he comes out and Trey Nixon did more in these two days than he did in the entirety of the off season last year that we got to see. Yeah. Right. I'm not telling you what happened in days that we weren't around, but in right. training camp, he was a non-factor. Absolutely. He was not out there at all. And then yeah. I, I throw another guy, not, not exactly in that mix, but we talked about him a little bit was, uh, was Bledsoe. Another guy didn't really have any expectations for him, but was with the top defense a little bit. Was working in, looked comfortable, he looked was like in he knew where he was with, going with other front line guys. You and know? that's why I separate Nixon because mm-hmm. Nixon's out there with Aguilar and Bourne and Jonu Smith, and here we go. And, and as opposed to just getting reps with and this Christian is, Wilkerson, and this is a good example of how much we know and we don't know. Like we, be, these are the first practices that you know we've had extended looks. They've been out there. So somewhere along the line, Trey Nixon may have done something. Joshua Bledsoe might have yeah, done something. building to that this. That we have no idea about. Yeah, right. And then we get out there and it's like, whoa. Who's this guy? He's all of a I, sudden. I always you know, find that interesting. There's a reason right? why they're there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know, and this is, you know, kind of unrelated to what we're talking about right now. But I always find that part of it interesting. And I said this to, to Mike yesterday when we were up there. And, like, so they drafted Cole Strange. And they just said, he's our left guy. Right. Yeah. Like. He didn't. Uh, he didn't do anything to earn that, nope. other than get drafted in the first round. That's right. And I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve the spot. Like, I know what you're just, saying. You know, bear with me here. Yeah. But sight unseen, he's the left guard. Like, what did he do? Like that, for instance, Cameron McGrone can't do. Right. Because Cameron McGrone doesn't get a sniff. Yeah. He's never out there with any of these groups that we're talking about. It's Mac Wilson now. Yeah. And Rayquan you know, Juwan Juwan Bentley, Rayquan McMillan. We haven't seen anything from Cameron McGrone other than scout work yeah so like what does he have like I, i'm always curious as to why this guy gets the job sight unseen this guy doesn't what what do they know yeah it's it, that's you know, a good i guess good question. i guess that's why they took him in the first round what no they i know see? but what they but know? even a lot of first rounders like at least you know yeah. there's a formality 
Like you'll see the veteran yeah. back up in there first, and then oh yeah, you know a week later, just for a second, you, you like put the guy in. There's you know? like the, this ostensible like, you know, you know oh, he earned it. Yeah. Not uh, nope. Cole well, Strange, day one. Well, we were talking about it yesterday, and he's not signed yet, right? He's st- we're still waiting to sign right, Cole Strange. Right, oh, right. I, There's I still four know. guys. Jack Jones signed today. I saw that. Okay. Um, but it made me think when we were talking about that yesterday, uh, is there a certain positions that if you did all the stats across the league that rookies contribute immediately or, or sooner than than other positions? Is it just related to here? I don't know. Just something. Well, it used to be running back was one that you could get in early. And, of course, offensive line wide receiver wasn't. But now that's changed. Especially you know, now wide here, receivers yeah. are coming out, especially the early picks. They're coming out and, and contributing right away. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh, Jack Jones. We've brought him up. I mean, just a few guys standing out. I think it's, um, but it, it, it's hard. There wasn't a lot of eleven on eleven. There wasn't really any any where they were moving the ball and and and, and kind of scrimmaging. Well, that's the thing. The None offenses really. looked much better in seven on seven than eleven on eleven. And I think that's why, like, we've had some sort of differing opinions as to the quality of practice. And like, I think Mac Jones has thrown the ball exceptionally well in the two days. And I wrote it both days. But someone asked me why I was so much um, down on Mac, Mac Jones as opposed to, to some others. Yeah, woo. And and, <laughs> and I and I didn't like. Look, listen, I'm not here to tell you that the other guys are wrong. I'm just saying, I think his downfield passing has been on point in the two days that we got to to watch. The throw he made to Aguilar on the sideline yesterday was unbelievable. It was perfect. Now a lot of people that were over there thought he was out of bounds. You know, we can't see that from the yeah. eight miles away that we were. But it was still a perfect throw. But it was seven on seven. When it's eleven on eleven, it doesn't look like that. Yeah, we. I, I saw him pull down the ball once or twice. Um, you know, and what the reason for that? Who knows? But it's probably just guys either didn't run the right route or they didn't get open. Right. All the know? completions in eleven on eleven. When I say all, again, I don't mean every single one. I'm just saying the vast majority of the stuff that we saw last summer. Yeah. The little dump offs to the backs, the little check downs. Yeah. You know, shallow crosses. Our boy Taekwon Thornton has caught a number of little shallow crosses and digs and you know, nothing really down the field. Yeah, and we him. saw, you know, the same Mac has had issues down the seam. And, and we've we, seen those we saw, yeah. you know, a Harris caught it, Damian Harris, but it was a bad pass. Yeah, the, the, one, the, the one that was intercepted yesterday, too, yeah. to Bourne. I mean, not exactly a seam, but kind of in that area of the yeah. field on, a, on and an he over. Missed, he missed Aguilar wide open on the numbers on Tuesday, you know, down, uh, 20 yards. Yeah. You know, he's no, nobody was near him. Yeah, I, that might be his – Bill Blass, is that the guy? Steve. Steve Bass. Steve Blass. What? <laughs> <laughs> Flag that one for Morel Matisse. <laughs> okay, that, Boomer. That might be his Steve Blass uh, yeah, throw. That's a spot. You know, like he just – there's something about down the seam in the middle that he yeah. has trouble with. I, I, I find, like, it's a, to Paul's point, I think a lot of the reports were just in how they were packaged because when you go into the actually reading the what people were writing about what they saw, it all kind of matches up that – And it's intentional, too. Like, it, people – It's like he like, had an amazing day. Did he tail off at the end? Yes, but it was amazing – I think everybody knows by now every big throw he made. Those were the ones. The other ones they weren't talking about were a lot of little just dump offs. It's fine. What, they learn in the offense, whatever. But you know, it's just uh, I think there's a little bit of sensationalism going on sometimes where it's just oh my god. But it was certainly good. You just try to be balanced. That I mean, it wasn't it wasn't perfect, but it's OTAs. Like, you know, the those that do the stats, and you know how much I love those. Um, what they pick and choose to include. 
Like, to me, if you're doing stats, hey, have fun. Shoot your best shot, but do them all. Like, on, on Tuesday, Mike and I are looking at each other and, like, we're reading these, these people that are coming up with, he was 22 for 23 or 21 for 23. I saw one, he was 24 for 22. He actually had two oh, more that was, completions than he threw. That's the, bu- that's, that's the Boston <laughs> Green guy. That guy, cra- that that guy cracks me up. That was funny. He's the guy that said Matt, Matt confirmed ran a 4240 <laughs> in his offseason or something like that. Good. That guy's funny. I like that. You know. Who, who better than me to like snark right. um, and, and donuts? But, but the yes, all of my favorite things. The you know, we, we, Mike and I are looking like um, so that guy dropped that pass, and then this one went off that guy's hands, and this one was under throw. Like I, you can in you in your mind's eye, you're like, I remember at least three or four incomplete passes. How are these guys having one right. or two? And then you're like, what are they counting? So yesterday I counted everything, <laughs> and again I came up with six incomplete passes. Right. He was 17 for 23. Yeah. Now, this is counting everything. Seven on sevens, 11 on 11s, various, like, levels of competitiveness, I would say. Yeah. And no one had him with six incomplete passes. I was the only one. And I was just like, if you're going to count them, count them. Right. You know, so that was my one experiment for yesterday. And I will go back to never keeping track of stats again at practice. Yeah, that's well, and it's like if you don't have a 90% completion percentage in these kind of practices, like you got real problems. It's not like he's picking apart an 11-on-11 defense in a live scrimmage. That's like, a good point. Because even the bombs in 7-on-7 seven seven should be completed. Like you should be able to complete a pass, uh, you know, more often than not. And I'm not saying every one. He, he completed like four of them yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, They're pretty. Yeah, he was he was good yesterday. He he's been good. He's he throws the ball well. He's very accurate. We know what he is. We know he's an accurate passer, right? Yep. Like I don't even think the biggest critic would say he's not an accurate passer. Very happy that Mac Jones is our quarterback. Yeah. All right. Um, the other story that we were keeping our eye on was the whole coaching thing on offense and who's doing what. And uh, you know, Freddie was at the forefront of this. Bef- no, before you know the mini camp, Jeff Howe had the story that you know. Uh, he might have gotten from Reese, but that it looks like Patricia, the trend, you know, it looks like it's trending toward Patricia calling the plays. And there he was with a walkie-talkie calling plays. Um, so maybe he knew something or somebody told him something. Or yeah, seems yeah. Like the only it. thing is Joe Judge has a walkie-talkie calling plays, yeah. too. That's, oh, does that's he? the only thing about that. But oh, okay, there's no question Patricia yeah. is more involved than Judge. And we looked at it. it it's... I know it's simplistic, but on seven on sevens, Judge is doing it. They're passing. Right. When it's full team and they run, it's Patricia. Right. It's running game coordinator, passing game coordinator. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what it looks like from afar. Yeah. I, I thought last week it would be Joe Judge, and after minicamp now, I, I, I agree with that report. I think it probably will be Matt Patricia. I just don't remember. Did they ever do walkie-talkies before? I felt like Josh always just had a headset on days they were going to be calling in plays. Yeah, and I do wonder if they, if they don't usually do that much in minicamp. I'm not saying they haven't at mm-hmm. all, but I, I think that's more of a training camp thing. I just wonder if they wanted to, you know, quicken the pace. Yeah. You know, get those guys used to communicating, yeah. Yeah. you know, digitally. Right. You know, for well, lack that of a always seems term. like part of practice, right? Like that seems like something's important throughout practice, getting the, like, the calls relayed and, and yeah. knowing how to I be able to do that. I think that's relevant. I think that's relevant. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I mean, I mean, more than relevant. I mean, it's something that. If this is a whole new play caller, Matt Patricia is going to be calling offensive plays. Like, how does he do it compared, you know, the tempo and, and whatever? Yeah, I but, agree. But I do. I, I want to go back to one point because I. Do you guys remember, like, in past minicamps, do they Probably usually. Not. 
do they usually kind of do some live moving the ball? Because I don't remember any sessions the last two days where, all right, it's situational. All right, second and third, move the ball up to here. Like, like they go down the field. Like, it was just kind of running drills from the same 30-yard yeah, line. I like think they're just time. running plays. I think mm-hmm. it's just all about we want to get these plays installed and repped in – yeah, no. I don't think they do. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, no, like, sequencing plays or, no. or anything where, oh, they're relaying and I'm and not telling you they, they don't do it, but I agree with Fred. I don't yeah. I don't think they do. I just I seem to remember last year in, in minicamp seeing Mac get a chance to do some of that stuff earlier on. I mean, maybe I'm confusing it with, with training camp, but. Um, they, well, because he was a rookie, maybe they just wanted to see him do some of it. Yeah. Just to, you know, get an idea of where he is. Um, at that point. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and, and just kind of tying in. Zappy, I mean, I know we we did the open with so many little Zappy jokes, but, I mean, he seems fine. He seems like he knows what he's doing. Like, he doesn't seem in over his head, anything like that. But, but to Paul's point, everybody should. He's got a good yeah. arm. I, I mean, will say that. He throws yeah. the ball well. Yeah. But he we'll does. S- but I think, too, he's small. The 11 he's, on 11 he's, he's with the size, that's, what, that's, what, that's where you need to see that. Can he manage with the big so trees when, coming at him? I, I don't know anything about him. No, uh, but. Don't. Did he run at all when he was in college? A little bit, a little bit. He had a big run in one of the games I watched where he just like took off, but it was a scramble. Because it wasn't like a nine Because he's pretty thick. So could you use him as a gadget guy? He's not like considered to be overly athletic. No, I think he's probably like like Mac. He's not like he's going to throw the ball. Beat you. He's not like the New Orleans guy. Oh no, no, no. He's like six feet. I know, but he's thick. Like what's he weigh? Like two twenty, maybe? Yeah. Okay. So like, like he could run the ball is what I'm no, saying. No, he's not like you. No. So you but you you're saying he's a power running back. Not not a power, but like he well, won't that's what get Taysom he, Hill. Is. He won't get hurt if yeah. he runs. I don't you know? think so. I, I don't know about I, that. I think he's he's like Mac, but you know I, I think it's fine. I mean they need another guy, and I, apparently they they got one third quarter. I mean I'd I'd put him on the practice squad. I think the arm is live. I think there's something there to work with. Yeah, I would try to keep him. Probably too small for some team to. Go snag him. Oh, in yeah. the I mean, you you run that risk, yeah. but what are you going to do? You can't you can't put all your roster together. That's with, the thing. With just that in mind. That's what's just so hard. And, you know, and I, to bring up another guy, Ty Montgomery, like another guy who just in the mix, out of the backfield, receiver, doing a lot of different stuff. It's just how do you how right. do you figure out what's best? Because I think you're going to have to get rid of some guys that yeah. that are pretty good. Maybe at the running back position where. I mean, they just seem stacked. We, it's you know, a crowded room, and to Freddie's point, you know, where does James White fit into that? Is he ready to go? Is he PUP to start training camp? I think you brought that up on Tuesday, Freddie. Yep. Where he falls in, if he's part of the, this team, someone's got to go. Is Damian Harris a surprise cut or trade? I think it would be trade. I yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't cut him, but I wouldn't um, rule it out. I wouldn't I, yeah. rule anything out right now. Yeah. I mean, you look. It's at, amazing how many people are talking about that. Oh yeah. yeah. You look at Pierre Strong and, and Kevin Harris. I mean, they both they both have the look. I mean, we didn't really this is running back in, in OTA. I, hard to tell, but they look like when they carry the ball, they got some. I mean, some guys that can carry the ball. And I mean, I think you got at least four of them right now. JJ Taylor's scooting around once again too. So uh, you're you love yourself. Your I like JJ watching Taylor, him. I like watching him. Uh, I don't I know if he's he, ever got an NHL, yeah, NFL career, gone, but so, well, if James White stays, he's definitely. I, I think. Uh, He's a candidate to go. But Damian Harris, I, I'm really intrigued by the amount of people, fans, media, everybody, wondering if he's going to get the Sony Michelle treatment because he's in the last year of his rookie deal like Michelle was. And I, if Kevin Harris looks like he could play, would you rule it out? No. I wouldn't rule it out. No. Now, I, I like the idea of Damian Harris and 
Ramondre Stevenson in that one-two punch. I kind of would like to see Stevenson sort of get the lead role over Harris a little bit. But I like both of those guys, yeah. and I like the way that works. Harris yeah. is certainly taking advantage of his Celtics uh, oh. access while he's here, that's for sure. He Did sure you see is. the boss man last Oh, yeah, night? in the uh, locker room. Yeah? I mean, he's, make, he's just addressing the team. How about at the end of the game, they're showing up behind the scenes under the stadium, and here comes Robert Kraft right. walking, down the, <laughs> right. walking down the runway. Congratulations to the Celtics for winning last night. Oh, did they? Oh, you know. This guy didn't even want, like, it's yeah. amazing how little he I cares forgot. about anything. I didn't think I was going to make it, but I did. <laughs> I made it through the whole game. Yeah. Uh, tremendous performance by the Celtics last night, yeah. by the way. Yeah. They played really, really well for, like, 44 minutes. Right. Marcus Smart got a little too involved in the third quarter for my liking, but. <laughs> I think he had, I think everyone had a good game. Oh, he did have a good game, I but he let, but he's the reason why Golden State got back in. Yeah. I thought he started throwing the ball to the wrong team. That's bad. Yeah, that was bad. I thought I was I was calling him Pistol Pete. I thought Robert Williams was great. I Robert mean, Williams was outstanding. I mean that, that one block he had. I mean, yeah, okay, he's got a sore knee, but he was up there. The timing on his yeah. blocks is amazing. Yeah. Time Lord, huh? That what they call him? Jesus, what is wrong with you? Why don't you? You can't even keep up. You can't They're even feign interest. Yeah. If, if it started earlier, it's going to be the 18th title. Two more wins, guy. It is tough. Two yeah. more. I know you're done at 11:30. It's not that hard. <laughs> As Matisse yawns, <laughs> coming coming back from the from the bar, that from he the wants bar to across the street, yeah. drags ass <laughs> into the office. <laughs> but uh, they play again tomorrow night. So all right, that's yeah, good. Finally, we get just yeah. one night. That's in why between. I got thrown off. That's it's the only time. Yeah. It's the only time that, that there's only one day in between. I've just been so in my. By the shows. time of our next show, there is a possibility that, that the Celtics, Celtics are be world, world champs. champs. Yeah, because they'll play Sunday, right? Right. Friday. Friday. Monday. Monday. Friday. Monday. Yep. I'd love right, to win yes. the next just one. Said was only one. Give them the Golden State game and then come back here and win it. Because it's, it's a 2 2 1 1 1. Is yeah. that yes. the home? Yeah. So yeah. win it here, right? Game six. Yeah, they be a went, they went 2 3 2 because the Celtics were winning too many titles and they had to change it when the Lakers couldn't oh, beat them. And they made it 2 3 2. I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> After the Celtics won in 84, it was 2 2 1 1 1. The next year was the same thing Celtics home court over the Lakers. They made it 2 3 2, and that just that changed the series. So we'll t- we're going to talk more about what, what we've seen, but. NFL news, Cooper Cup, yep. uh, like $80 million guaranteed or some crazy number like that. And, you know, to Paul's point, the cap is crap. Um, are, you, are you, like, relenting a little no, bit? No, no. <laughs> oh. I mean, they, they obviously, the, you know. Um, it's money. Their owner it's not is, cap. Yeah, the owner is, yeah. has a lot of money, and he's willing to Correct. spend it. Yeah. At some point, they're going to have to make an adjustment for this stuff. But, well, you mean but, they'll, they'll eliminate that loophole? No. Oh, okay. Because no, no. that's the only adjustment that would stop it. No, if you want to pay the money, I'm there's always the, a way at, to do at it. At some yeah. point, the Rams are going to have to make an adjustment, I'm saying. But for now, they, they are absolutely going for it. Um, Aaron Donald, you know, the highest paid defensive player ever. Well, how do you, you know, how do you fault them? They've got the players. And, yeah. And if they're. Keep it going. Well, owners willing thing? to spend the money, like. Term. Short terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're giving them big money, a lot of money. But if you have the cash, you can do that. They're short-term deals. They're not going to kill you. Right. They're not going to kill you. And uh, I had um, I had Matt Morell put in. Uh, Andrew Brandt was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday about this topic, um, and he sort of broke down the cap. And, and Warren Sharp tweeted it out, and one of our listeners knew that it would be like buzzwords for me uh, and said this is kind of what the way Paul talks about the cap all the time. And, again, I've never said it doesn't exist. Right. Like technically it doesn't exist. I'm just explaining to you why it's different than the other 
other leagues with caps. Oh, yeah. It's, because you can do things in the NFL that you can't do in the NBA it, it, or the NHL. It's definitely softer than the other leagues. And yeah. and that's one of the things that they can do. And, and Andrew Brandt, who has, is, was in the business, he did this for a living. You know, he explained that if you have an owner that has the cash and you can go cash over cap, these are the things that you can do to get around it. It yeah. still exists. There's yeah. No one ever said it. there's no such thing as a cap for the teams that have a lot of money. Right. But there are ways to get around the cap dollars and just keep it, you know, a, a low cap number by giving them a lot of money. Right. And we'll be talking about that in 2026 when Devin McCourty's still on the salary cap and you're still, you know, yeah, I mean, got some, a dead cap Some guys, you know, do those kinds of things for, like, franchise quarterbacks and wide receivers that have the greatest statistical season in the history of the league. We do it for, you know, and, free safety that, 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 that provide great leadership in the locker <laughs> yeah. room. And in the category of it always works out for the Patriots, uh, this thing with Deshaun Watson isn't looking good for him. I mean, I can't it imagine. just keeps getting worse. Can you imagine a scenario that he plays this year? I mean, unless what we're hearing, and I guess the New York Times had a whole nope. investigation, unless all that is just totally bogus, I can't imagine he plays I just year. like look yeah. at it like to me that – I know this is silly because I know there's more people coming out. Like it, it's up to 24 yeah. people filed complaints. And I know that Times story said there was like 66 different um, Masa- massages that, that he sought out or whatever. Right. To me, the story hasn't changed. I like I I have I, I don't think any any more or less of Watson. Well, but we're getting some details. Now. Yeah, but I think these details were readily available when it happened. Like he's a creep. Yeah, he's got an issue. Yeah. I don't know if that issue means he's a felon. That's the only thing I don't know, and I still don't know. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I haven't seen anything that would say, oh, well, that, that's the smoking gun. He's going to go to prison. I, I still haven't seen that. Yeah. But I've seen plenty enough for Goodell to say, there's no way in this climate I can allow this guy to play football without punishment. Right. And I can't imagine he's even going to play this year. I mean, I guess look at what the Major League Baseball did to Trevor Bauer. I know. I guess the solution that people are saying is you just put him on paid leave until this whole thing is settled, <laughs> and that's going to be at least a year. I mean, right? how bad of a mistake might this be for the Cleveland? Oh Browns? my God! But I'm also hearing that he used resources when he was with the Texans in order to get this stuff done. Well, like to to. Create a uh, to set up massages. Yeah, like that, that doesn't mean that the, the the Texans knew that he was doing this. No, but by like, the way. Wh- like, don't you like? What's he doing with massages? What's like, with massages? Yeah, like what's going why does on he with need, this guy? Why is he? Need we've, so got many, we've got a person here. Why does he need so many different? Yeah, like like Joe, Joe does it for the team. We we pay Joe to do it. Why right. doesn't he use Joe? Yeah, it's weird. I I, I like it's I said Joe. <laughs> right, exactly. I cannot He's see not Jane. I re- <laughs> I can't see a scenario that he plays. I really don't. Yeah. It's getting harder and, harder. and I don't know like if you have to and I know Florida's been big on the paid leave thing. Like can't you just suspend him like Well that that oh, uh, what do they call the commissioner's list? Yeah. Yeah, the, they could do that, but yeah. I would just suspend him. Well, it's a Lawyers, Paul. Yeah, there will be lawyers. So he sues them for you suspended me while I'm, I'm okay, so innocent until proven guilty. You know, I haven't been, I haven't been. But you you're know, not suing him for his guilt. No, no, no. You're suing him for no conduct. He sues becoming. the league if they don't. No, pay no. Him. But I'm saying I'm yeah. suspending. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I'm. I'm suspending him just like I suspended Ben Roethlisberger, and I suspended Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, who didn't 
were, weren't found guilty in a court of law or yeah. anything. That I mean, they the did. Own, there's the, enough there to yeah. To, the commissioner yeah. can do whatever guy. he wants. It's in the CBA. You know, he can do it. You know. Yeah. I I just who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Browns because Baker Mayfield now. Is, oh jeez. Jacoby Brissett's going to be their starting quarterback. I mean, Browns. 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 Um, our, our boy T brought out a great point: why they the Browns can't get rid of uh, Baker Mayfield, and he's saying like because you know so many of the, the league owners were so mad at the Browns for the contract they gave Deshaun Watson that no one wants to step in and help them out, right? And right. get that contract off their besides their the hands. fact no one wants to pay what no Mayfield I mean was, obviously if yeah, Baker yeah. Mayfield was any good someone would right, would yeah. would send him but he's marginal he's I, you know he's good enough that right some but if you're like if you're like him. Seattle if you're Seattle you would say. Yeah, he's yeah. better than what I got. I'm going right. to see if I can resurrect him. Yeah. But he's no guarantee that he's going to be resurrected. So, you know, yeah. screw you. He might have an opportunity. Jimmy Haslam. Cleveland. He'll be back in Cleveland. <laughs> well, I, I, what do you think? Like, he's good. So he's if Deshaun Watson gets suspended, what if Cleveland says, <laughs> you know what, Baker? You're just kidding. You're under contract. You're going to make $19 million. It's in your best interest to go out and play well. It's true. Not wrong. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I don't see it happening, but I was just like, yeah, feel the excitement. Know. Like, uh, what a story that would be. They've excused him from minicamp. So, at, so at, he wouldn't be at the like, I, I'm at their minicamp. Is Watson out there? I don't know I don't if he's know. been I mean, out I have for seen minicamp. He has, I mean, he has been out there. I mean, he has been out there. I know they, ex- I know they excused Mayfield. Yeah, yeah he has. But I think the minicamp is next week. For oh, them. okay. I'm not. Don't hold me to that again. That's one of those. You know, I know just enough yeah, to get well. in trouble. Um, but I have seen, like Mike said, I have seen Watson in Cleveland uniform, which I assume is part of like OTAs and mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, so he um, is out. There. I've seen okay. him and Brissett. I don't know if he's going to be out there now, though. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, lots to talk about. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back with a full edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin' Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. 
we the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx Delivery. Game Day Spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. 
and a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb, and our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played, and everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes, just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. 
Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. And now, great moments in history. My point of the thing that we were talking about yesterday, you know, I, I didn't like, think Paul, Houston... it's like you're afraid to find out something good about Mac. What, what am I... Like I, I'd just, like to do some research. We might actually find out. That oh, so now you want to compare him to everybody, right? I just want to know if those okay, are good so, numbers. Well, I'm going to compare all those numbers to everybody then. I know he's in the 30s. Okay, in the league, in in most things. But I'd like to know what this is. Okay, but you don't want to know what he's like. You, you I do want to know. But when we talk about all the other stuff, so, uh, this, this oh, all this oh, wait. start. Hold when, on. When did I say that? Oh, those aren't good numbers. We talked about him yesterday, and we said those aren't good. What? Not good. All the, all the, you know, his passer rating and all that stuff. The only thing I mentioned I, yesterday I, was I didn't think Houston blitzed a lot, and you just told me the guy said he blitzed five times. So yeah. I was right. I didn't think Houston blitzed a lot in the game. Uh, okay. And they but, didn't. But that would now you're changing the goalposts. I'm not changing any uh, goalposts. Yes, you read off his numbers I, against the blitz. Right. 60 attempts for 350 yards. I said, those aren't great numbers. I don't know if they are. I'm telling you it's not. So you know what the, the numbers... The, I don't care what anybody else does. 350 yards on 60 attempts is not good. Against the Blitz. I'd like to know what the averages are. I'm just telling you it's not good for, for Mac Jones. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know, know what anybody else did. But you need to in order to compare... No one has been blitzed as much as he has. Okay, but... Just right? Because Didn't he say that no one got blitzed more okay, than Mac Jones? Yeah, so he got yeah. blitzed 65 times. The next guy might have been 64. Like, I'd like to know... You, you're, okay, then look you're, it up, Fred. If you want to know, I don't care. You're spouting all this stuff up with no I'm not knowledge. spouting anything. Yes, you are. All I said was I didn't think Houston blitzed a lot. 
and then the guy wrote in to say they only and, blitz five and times. And that one thing, but we're talking about overall. Forget about that. The rest of it that. is your hang-up, not mine. It's not a hang-up. I just want to... I don't care. I just want to know. Then look it up. I don't care. That's what I pay you for. I don't have a subscription to PFF. <laughs> oh, my God. That's another great moment from... So I just got caught in a lie there. Oh, yeah? I... You, you got us a subscription to BFF. That's true. And I said I didn't have one. I forgot. Um, speaking of, yeah, so I have that. I, I said I didn't reorder those weekly things, but you do have access to the advanced stats and all that. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Another piece of the puzzle. That was a good argument right there. Yeah. That was, that was good. I was I, wondering if me and Eric were even there. Oh, I just <laughs> kept hearing Eric in the back. I said, not good, Bob. <laughs> Eric's like, oh, I don't miss that at all. <laughs> Do you think oh. how have we heard from Eric? No, I no, no, and I don't really expect to. No, he thought he was better than us when he was here. I assume <laughs> he thinks he's better than us now. Yeah, but like to rub it in. Hey, I'm sitting on a beach in Aruba, and you know, I, I was a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, weird without him at, at the last couple of days, being up on the ramps. I and agree. Not doing, you know, the, the doing attendance and stuff like that. Uh, I do. I agree. I, you know, I, that's the first. Uh, I mean, I really. I know. I know. We're we're it. watching football. And we enjoy that, but. A lot of the real fun is just the stupid nonsense that we talk it's about during. And Eric you was tell. was, you know, as much involved in the stupid nonsense and the impressions as anybody. So. Well, uh, we should say that there's a job posting yeah. for a writer, staff writer. Deuce, you're uh, in we're charge of hiring that them. person, and yeah. you know, hopefully it'll be someone we can make a lot of fun of. I know. Yeah. Hopefully somebody will make a lot of fun of. Little yeah. personality. If you know how to write, you know the Patriots, and you, and you got a sense of humor, then. Apply, but I don't think it's just writing. Like they, you know, they might be on this show. They could, well, they could, yeah, you know, do absolutely. Some well, social and, and media, I, who I, knows? I, I've been kind of thinking about it, and, and I mean, this is what you said to me when you hired me. Is like, you know, you got to write. That's that's got to be the baseline. Yeah, that's and, your foundation, and that's the foundation. And and for the job, that we will be the foundation. Them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, as somebody who loves to write and feels the urge to write, uh, you know, it's it's that that's that's a key part of the start. You know, where you go from there into video, into social, onto this show and, and everything else that could be remain to be seen. But, you know, the baseline of it will be you got to come in. You got to be able to write and, and hang with us and, and all that. And we'll see where it goes. I agree but. with the way Mike says that. That's got to be the baseline. Yes. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I love the Patriots. I've been a Patriots fan. We, Do you write? We, we assume Great. that. We, we, yeah. we assume that you, you enjoy sports. And I, I remember going to a symposium when I was in high school and – um, the gentleman that was speaking was going around, you know, why do you want to be a sports writer? And kid raised his hand and was like, well, I, you know, I've been just been in love with sports since the day I was born. I was like, he, he goes, but why do you want to be a sports writer? Mm-hmm. Right. And there was crickets. It'd be better yeah. to say I've loved writing from yeah. the day I was yes. born. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I think it's I or mean, both. Yeah. Like I enjoy writing and I enjoy <laughs> sports. Right. You know, and I mean, and, you know, you I mean, I. Paul, traditional sense of newspaper and, and that kind of background. I'm, I'm completely the, the opposite. But, you know, yeah, at a certain Hollywood. point, you yeah. feel like you have something to say and something that you want to write. And, you know, that has never gone away for me of, you know, watching a practice or, you know, hearing an interview with somebody. I have something to say about the team. So you want somebody who, who has something to say and has yep. a, a way to express it with, with writing. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of podcasters and people like that that, that have been applying. But. I think the writing part is is you know haven't seen quite enough of that and uh, the more the better so okay. yeah come on down yeah all right eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline web radio at patriots.com is the email address 
Um, got a lot of emails coming in. Let's so let's turn to so the let's phones. go to the phones. Uh, Todd's in Greenville, North Carolina. What's up, Todd? Hey, good afternoon. I'm glad for your coverage. I appreciate it. I kind of wish you guys had snuck in an extra show. Yesterday, oh, we did too. Well, yesterday, I, I, you know, we purposely wanted one yeah. day off from the live show so they could just absorb a lot of special. Uh, and then today got canceled. So I knew that that was a possibility. I, you know, but that's all right. Yeah, especially when they stayed out there so long yesterday. Yeah, I thought that was a chance. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but it's okay. You know what? I'm really interested in the review of Trey Nixon. Uh, what's his face? Lazar said that he's got more. His measurables are more. NFL ready than say some of the other things, and yet today you guys said that he doesn't even re- measure up to Jacoby Myers. So I was kind of wondering why such a conflict in your opinions. He said it's measurable. You mean like forty times height, height, his height weight, weight? His speed is more NFL ready than some of the other receivers. But like who? With Trey Nixon, and and then this morning you guys said that he just doesn't have the bulk or the the sustainability to you know maintain I didn't say he doesn't have season. it yeah, I didn't say that at all I said I'm okay. curious to see if he can hold up catching 85 passes over the middle the yep. way Jacoby Myers has the last two years yeah I didn't say right. he can't compared their physiques too though he's small he's right? smaller than yeah he's smaller than Jacoby but I think he's got he's probably got a little more shimmy to him and a little maybe a little bit more d-speed but they're they're but they're I don't think there's well, any question yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly Mike yeah. as I often so do <laughs> Okay, so the Lazar said he's over six feet tall. Is he? Uh, I mean, maybe a shade. He's he's about six feet. About six, okay. Yeah. So that's that wrapped he's up. Six, My next question. He's is, listed Jacoby's here. Jacoby's probably what six two. On uh, on the internet, it says six feet one eighty seven. What's okay. Jacoby's? That, My next question that, is that's about small. leadership. But he that's fine. Like if yeah. he's going to be a slot receiver, it's plenty sure. big enough to be a slot receiver. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like Ceedee Lamb, right? Pretty good. Yeah, long. Yeah, he's like one seventy. Yeah, you know, but he's I probably six two, six three. I mean, yeah. he's tall too. Yeah. Cool. So just one more quick question. CD Lamb leadership. is six two, one ninety eight. Oh, one ninety eight. Oh, sorry, Paul. He's bigger than What's I Jacoby? Thought. Can you give me Jacoby? I'm sorry, I hate asking you to do stuff. Six one. <laughs> Making him tight. Just you could keep talking. <laughs> Go ahead, Todd. Get <laughs> okay. it in. Okay. I know, guys. Hey, no, no, no. You guys are excited. This is the best. This is the summer doldrums for football, and yeah. yet you guys got passion. This, it is. This yeah. is what we. we we live for. Yeah. Next, next so week we get into Star Wars about... and Stranger Things. Six two two zero one. Yeah. Jacoby so there you go. Get there. Yeah. There like you go. Markedly bigger. Yeah. yeah. It's a couple inches but, um, and fifteen pounds heavier. Yep. Is there any chance that we suffered from leadership issues on both sides of the ball from player standpoint? Like you lose Brady, who took over on offense and who was leading the defense last year? I it, there was nobody. Well, maybe Judon, and he you know he's starting this year strong, but I didn't feel like we had somebody who you could say, hey, look, they're playing on their field and they're backing up what they're saying and vice versa, and they're there. They're, this is who's rallying our offense and this is who's rallying our defense. I don't I think we had that. Mac. I think that's why last year McDaniels was so important because yeah. he kind of you know, kept the, the offense going. So I'll take that answer yeah. up there. Thanks, guys. All right, Great thanks. Show. I'm not sure what the question was, but I mean, I think it's Mac. I mean, now it is. Mac, it, yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, he's a rookie last year. You don't ask a rookie to come in and, and take that, but he's seized it as we talked about. Defensively, that's another question. I mean, you have Devin McCourty, Juwan Bentley, but it's a work in progress. You don't really know. There are a lot of guys rotating. It's hard to really get a beat on the defense. This right is un- this is unbelievable. So I just I, I need to get a, a little bit of a uh, an aside here. So I had a question in last week's mailbag yeah. from someone who is really um, disappointed that we no longer provide transcripts of the interviews of players on Pages.com, which, as you can tell, Fred 
have been around since the advent of the website, we've never done. Yeah. We've never, ever consistently provided transcripts of player interviews other than the quarterback. And the right? coach. Yeah, player. Yeah, right, right. Player interviews. Right. Yeah. Okay, so – we had a guy who wrote in a, a very well thought out, long, you know, it was long, but it was detailed. And I explained to him that we've never done that and why we've never done it, because it's impossible. Because we can't shoot all of the emails. We can't shoot all of the interviews in order to be able to have them available. I said, when we had uh, COVID in the pandemic, there were a lot of these player interviews that were conducted via Zoom calls. So we were able to put those up on the, on the website as videos, but not transcripts. We've never done transcripts of player interviews and posted them on Patriots.com, largely because we don't have access to them. Like when I'm in the locker room or Mike's in the locker room and he might be talking to Dietrich Wise and I might be talking to Devin McCourty, I'm not there the whole time of, of an interview. You're, you're bouncing around maybe doing five, six different guys right. one day whatever you're looking for a quote for something specific that you use right so <laughs> i explained this to him and i haven't heard back from that guy uh by the way uh it was ce rigby was the guy's name it was a very well thought out email and it was not overly critical but one of the things that he wanted that he went to say was the reason he likes the transcripts is because he likes to see what they say for himself so he can understand when the media twists the words. Well, how about just okay. listening to it? Okay, but, no, but he can't. He doesn't have the bandwidth to listen to it. Oh. He's in a, in a remote area. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. So, like, like oh, physically. Like a lot not, of times. The, not the, his time of. His mental bandwidth. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Physically, talking. the yeah. connection. Like, he, I think, yeah, I took like it that the, he's. The true meaning right, of the word. I, I took it that he's in, right. in in a remote, like, rural area and he doesn't have uh, enough bandwidth. But but this wasn't. He, he's looking for transcripts, okay? So in my explanation, I explained to him that in addition to all the reasons why we can't provide transcripts, that no player in my 20-plus years here has ever complained to us that we've portrayed his words yeah. incorrectly. And I am telling you, 0.0. I've never heard a player since I've been here complain that he was misquoted, misrepresented, or, you know, mischaracterized in any way, shape, or form. I said, I understand. And so, so this guy, and this is, like, not the guy who wrote the email. This is a different guy. Another guy. He says, the entire paragraph that he wrote was about how they wanted to be able to read interviews posted, not see them. You wrote your reply, I understand your desire to see an interview for yourself. Okay. Meaning right. the transcript, yeah, but right. whatever. Yeah. Saying you understand when you're not even reading the questions, there's a lot about how you approach your fans. They never asked for more videos. They specifically said they couldn't watch your videos. Your paragraph-long response just steamrolls overseas question and only talks about why there can't be more videos posted. That's not what I said, right. but that's okay. Uh, it, it Just the, the fact that some... Do you know what a transcript is? Who edits this? This is like the whole... Like, this is how they respond to a question when you're explaining why you can't provide what they're looking for. Right. This is how they – and it's not the person who asked the question, by the way, which, again, was a very well-thought-out, well-written question, which is why I included it, by the way, in the mailbag. Like, this is what you deal with. Right. 
So is that a question for the mailbag I should use this week? Should I answer the yeah. question properly? So just out of curiosity, how do you read a transcript and find out what the guy meant, but you can't read the quote to find out what a guy meant? Right. How do you know that the so person transcribing like is accurate? Right. Go, I'll go back to Bill Parcells and the guy was a Madonna. You remember that? No. No. Remember, it was supposed he to be. Was pre, he, he was a prima donna. He no, called a guy a No, pre, he called it a prima donna, but right. our transcriber uh, wrote, wrote pre, Madonna. No, wrote pre. A pre Madonna. Madonna like before Madonna. Like before right, Madonna. Right, right, right. And that was. They, they corrected it, but it was funny that day. But, like, generally, as you know, I let, like, the, you know, call me fat, call me whatever, you know, I'm, you know whatever. I don't fat. care. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I, I usually let all that crap go. But when you so grossly misrepresent what I answered in this question yeah. to the to the point where you're saying that I'm being disrespectful right. to a, to a reader, now nah, I, I got to address that. Okay. Wow. You just proved you don't care enough about people who take the time Consider to give you questions address. to do more than sk- nice job, champ. Wow. That's what he writes. Champ. He ca- champed you. Oh. Champed you. Whoa. I'm not your champ. Yeah. Hey, scout. Yeah. Let's go, chief. Uh, Dan writes in, for the love of God, this is, um, he's on Deuce's case. Uh-oh. Oh, for the love of God, Deuce. can you please stop saying plus oh, this in guy, every other sentence, Deuce? I know. I Come got on. your tweet. I got uh, your okay, tweet so at me. Okay, so he tweeted you, too? Like, twice. Like, let it go. Sorry you had to hear me say plus a few too many times. Not only that, <laughs> but in addition to, <laughs> as well as, plus, oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh that's great. No, I, I thanks. Thanks. Well, we do talk about Disney Plus a lot. Uh, we got to plus, well, plus it up. I got to plus it up. I was, I was taking it literally. <laughs> um, let's see. Good day, all. Jake from Bendigo, Australia. Is everyone enjoying being back at practice watching some low-key football? And are you setting up a cute little picnic while you're watching? <laughs> I no. wish we had a picnic. We had no food. No. Uh, I didn't get to watch any practice on Tuesday, so it was awesome to hear you reel off the plays. Thank you. One last thing, chasing some words of wisdom, inspiration for my flag football team. Um, we have to win tonight's game. Don't take game. anything from Mike. Yeah. He's one and done. Go We're through to the playoffs game of the local league next week. Well, good luck. Good luck. You know, make some adjustments. That's all I can say. And don't go against Troy Brown. Don't ignore your special teams. Don't right. ignore your special teams. That's for sure. And, and something I didn't think of. I was kind of mad at myself in retrospect because I'm like, why did we keep throwing it to that kid? I should have adjusted. I should have adjusted. I did not make enough coaching. Well, I will say, though, if you're in the playoffs, screw the whole everybody gets to play. <laughs> Go for the win. Oh, I did that. It was Go fu- for the win. It was funny, too. I mean, it was so good that one of the kids on my team, you know, my son's Campbell, was like, you're not taking Campbell out today, right? <laughs> like The other kid on the team didn't want Campbell out of the game because <laughs> he's the quarterback. Win. He's the quarterback. We want to win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at it, so does he have a future, you think? In the sport, I, I, he loves it. He loves it. I mean, you watch What's him and it's hilarious. Ah, we, we, we're trying to stay away from that right now, but no, he loves it. He just loves throwing the football, and I mean, he just has the look. Like one of the other coaches came up to me, like, "Geez, Campbell looks like Aaron Rodgers out there." But I mean, he was the only reason we we were able to hang in there was because he can he can throw. He can throw downfield, and you know their team was good and was kind of hanging back, but he was you know picking them apart a little bit, dropped a couple touchdowns. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He enjoys it so. It's okay. like it's constant. Let's go throw. Let's go throw football. You know, right. and he wants to like he wants like the play wristband. Like he just wants a to- like a yeah. pretend one and the yeah. and the uh, the little p- the pouch that you How put your hands in. How old is he? Ten. 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 Fifth right. grade. Yeah. Fourth okay. grade. Uh, Addison by and the, Fresno. By that time, Brady had a throwing coach. <laughs> yeah. 
Addison in Fresno, uh, thanks for your discussion of collegiate softball. I found my, <laughs> I found my new favorite sport. Yeah. As for my question, Oklahoma is too good, though. Unfortunately, seems like. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if Mike had another semi-famous family member relative. I was using a program called SolidWorks because I'm a nerd, and I noticed Dussault Systems when I was loading it up. Oh, I've curious. seen that. Yeah, there's another Mike Dussault that's uh, that's like a programming guy. I know there is one out there. Oh yeah. No, not. Uh, not I have seen Dussault Systems though. I've seen that logo. There's also a, an airplane company, I think, but it's D A S S A U L T. So, oh. but we're all related. We all go back to the same in Quebec City. Yeah, way back when. Your frontiermen, fur traders. Exactly, so, Fred. Exactly. Up right? and down, the, up and down the the St. Lawrence with the boats and the trading with yeah. the natives and everything. That's uh, I'm a big ancestry nerd too. That's so where yeah. you came from, Quebec yeah. City. That that part of the the, yeah. the family for sure. Uh, Sam in Toronto. Um, I've been seeing some buzz here and there. Just curious if you guys think Trey Nixon will have a better season this year than more Maurice Harris did in 2019. Maurice Harris? I don't even remember him. Is that one of our guys? Is he on the Patriots? <laughs> yeah. Maurice <laughs> Harris? I, it's Maurice? kind of an odd. Was he like another seventh-round pick Harris? or something? Or? Um, I, I'm going to guess that. What's, what's the if training? I had to guess right now for Trey Nixon, I would say he's on the practice squad. Okay. But yeah. I, I I definitely think there's a possibility that he could be more than that. That's but Maurice Harris is he the guy that was like from my uh, from Washington? I have no idea. I'm blanking. I I'm, I gotta hope that Trey Nixon can do more than a guy we've never even heard of. Maurice Harris. He was on Washington. It's a wide receiver that was on Washington. Oh, was that the guy? He came, he was just here for camp. 16, right? 17, 18 with Washington. Yeah. He had. Uh, his last year in Washington, 18, 28 catches with 304 yards. I think he was just with camp. But it, why the camp. comparison to him? I don't know. I There's think probably a million guys like him. I think he just. I think he just had to camp. Like he, he got came cut. In and, the and, Patriots and cut, cut him. I think so. I think so. Huh. But that was that 19 year where you kind of needed a little to find something at the receiver position, and I maybe vaguely, for a moment he might have had a catch around. or two, but. Uh, Dan of Virginia and Michigan, from what Paul was saying about Myers and his injury status and his contract status compared to other players, how many games does Myers play for the Patriots in 2022? What about 2023? 17 I, and zero. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably be around the same. I mean, I think that's that's if Trey Nixon is a legitimate inside receiving option, uh, that that could signal the end for Jacoby maybe here. But I don't I don't think it's the case they're going to move on from him. Immediately. Yeah, I don't either. When I was listening to Tuesday's show, every time you mentioned Thornton, my reflex was to think Jerry Thornton, which <laughs> provided quite the mental image of him out there running routes and being a gunner. <laughs> yeah, he was out there on the sidelines yesterday. Uh, yeah, it didn't – you know, I, I like that Thornton was getting some reps. I don't think that there was anything that he did that necessarily gave you this, oh, oh, it just seems like he's working in – yeah. Like Paul mentioned, little, little underneath routes. He's catching what's kind of thrown, but there's nothing like, oh, boy. I mean, you, you read about all the oh, boy p plays. Um, he wasn't – I mean, I think we're all just kind of waiting for him to be on the outside, and, and maybe he runs the double move. And, he and did go, have a – you know, and he, unlike Trey Nixon, he was mostly with secondary groups as well. But he did have one deep ball that he got well behind the coverage, and Brian Hoyer underthrew him. He caught it, but he had to wait for it and – come back it was uh i think that was on tuesday playing gunner too oh yeah that's that's relevant he's getting some uh 
some work with Slater and, and Bethel uh, trying to learn how to get a role on special teams. If you're going to be the fifth receiver, Fred, you got to learn how to play I special know, teams. I know, but, like, Deuce will get this reference. I just see him as a gunner and ending up like one of those kids on Stranger Things that the guy just, yeah, cracks all his bones. He's too skinny. I know. Well, if he can get down the field, but I, I mean, any way you can make the team, and I think that's that's the that's the point, and that's the point too with Nixon. Special teams. Does he do anything on special teams? I don't think I've ever seen him do anything. I don't on special know. Teams. But I mean, Thornton has to make the team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But can uh, you get him active? And uh, David has uh, a game. David, um, I'll give the three players that were the leaders in receiving yards, rushing yards, and sacks for the Patriots in a given season. You have to name the year. Oh, I'm not good at those. Matching up the individual year? I'm not yeah. Good. I'm not good at these. We, All right. Deuce. It's 06 or later. Deuce. Oh, man. I'm so, leaning on you here. So, leader in rushing, uh, receiving, and sacks. Deion Branch, Corey Dillon, and Roosevelt Colvin. Four. Wrong. What? Wait a minute. Oh. You just said leader in rushing, Deion Branch? No. I said... These rushing. are the people that were rushing. the leaders in rushing, receiving, and sacks. Okay, it's Dion Branch. Who else? Corey Dillon yeah. and Roosevelt Colvin. It's not four. It's got to be five. five. Five is correct. Yeah. See, I think you should do it the other way. It's like It would be hard to say, three? you know, yeah. five, who were the leaders in yeah. those characters. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll play along. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, LeGarrette Blunt, and Chandler Jones. 14. Wrong. 13? 15. 15. It's one of those three. Um, Sean Jefferson, Curtis Martin, and Chris Slade. Ooh. 98? 95. Oh, no. Too, too Wrong. 97. 97. No. <laughs> um, Why Wes, are you yelling at us? Well, you I told you this is not my my strong suit. Wes Welker, Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis, Mike Wright. 08. 2010. 10 is correct. Julian Edelman, <laughs> Sony <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> and Trey Flowers. Uh. 18. 18 is correct. Hey, I got one. <laughs> Irving Woo! Fryer, John Vaughn, and Andre Tippett. Oh, John Vaughn. 86. No. No, 88. No. 87. No. 89. 92. 92. Irving Fryer was still here in 92. Wow. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, 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 he was. Uh, Terry Glenn, Kevin Falk, Willie McGinnis, and Greg Spires. Terry, Terry Glenn, Kevin Falk? Yeah. Oh, 99. Nope. 2000? 2000 is correct. Uh, Wes Welker, Sammy Morris, and Richard Seymour. 08. 08 is correct. Oh. Good. I got two. Pretty yeah. good. I suck at that game, though. I'm a disgrace to the trivia family. You know the you know the area though with the guys. I mean, it's well, yeah, within I mean, you're within three years. But they were. I mean, yeah. I mean, they had to only be a certain amount of right. Years. Has to be when they were here. Yeah. <laughs> right. It'll be, it'll be a lot harder with like 2002. Like uh, if you had said the other way, I would uh, I would have probably had more fun guessing. But yeah, would have been hard. Yeah, uh, Ramon in Tampa. Uh, free th- clinic. Three questions. I recently wondered. One, Paul, if you could have one non-celebrity media person career, who would it be? Non-media person career. Who would non-media it be? celebrity? Is that what it is? Yeah. Non-celebrity media person career. So, oh, so if I could so do anything, person in, toiling in obscurity, who would you want to be? I think is he asked me what I would want to do for a living other than be famous. Yeah, a media person, but could you be like a quarterback? No, I, well, I think that would be like a celebrity. But he says non-celebrity media person. 
Oh, so it's like not like not Adam Schefter, right? Who would you consider him a celebrity media person? Yeah, sure. Like I thought he meant non-celebrity. Or Aaron Andrews, media yeah. person. I don't know. I don't even know. I, yeah, it's hard. I don't even know where to start. I, I don't know the parameters of what we're, we're asking. I mean, I mean, I always I, thought I, about I'd being like, like be an like, athletic trainer. I like to be freaking Bill Gates or you know well, something like that. You yeah. know, I'd like to invent the post-it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, obviously, you know, who, who wouldn't want to be ridiculously successful, right? Uh, yeah. And therefore rich, but. Like something that you kind of thought about doing but never really pursued? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I always wanted to go into comedy writing. Yeah. Like if I didn't go into like sports and publishing, I would have tried that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I liked it. I, and You're I tried not that it. funny. Uh, yes, true. <laughs> but you, can you write funny? Yeah. Usually the people that that's, can write funny harder, are the depressed right? people. Um, I don't know. I always would like to I, – I, hockey, coaching hockey, I really enjoyed. And I, I think I'd always, like, maybe a bakery or, like, a small, like, little breakfast restaurant, something like that, like, running that. Really? I think I'd like to do something like that. I don't, that's just, like, simple. You I know? would love to do that, but not the time that it takes to do it. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to get there, like, sense. four to start cooking. Like, I would love yeah. to have a place that was super successful that I could be at for, like, a couple hours You're a day. just glad-handing And, every, and I knew yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, right, all my right, customers right, all knew yeah, me. Yeah, right, right. I had a great – but Paul, you got the best bagels here, man. Oh, but in order to do oh, that, said, come on, in, in order well, to be successful – the owner. This right? the owner. In order to be successful at that, <laughs> you got a bus. You spend, like, 18 hours a day in the place. Right. Oh, yeah. Right, right. No, I'm with you. That's that. You're the celebrity. I would love to have, like, a little coffee shop. Everybody. Oh, Paul's here today. Hey, you know, come over and say hello. Yeah. Fresh my, muffins, this everybody. Is my, this is my niece yeah. from Nebraska. A, a coffee shop or like a, a something, a whatever. popular bar. Oh, uh, I wouldn't want to deal with a bar. I wouldn't want to deal with a bar. Yeah. Well, no, like, this is like fantasy land. Yeah, I'd rather. I'm deal with, with Fred. Oh, would be better than having a popular oh, yeah. bar. Yeah, oh. I'd have breakfast burritos. Be like Sam Malone with the sure. towel over your shoulder. Get the sports going. Drunk guys. Yeah. You're running yeah, but they love you. Paul, Paul, but there's no fights. You gotta they throw them out. Paul's making book in the back room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's only a matter of time before Paulie Walnuts comes <laughs> to yeah. break my legs. Uh, Deuce. You're living on the edge. Yeah. Deuce, yeah. if you could have directed a movie franchise. Oh, franchise. Franchise. Which would you choose and would you make significant changes? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, I'm just going to go with uh, with Aliens. I love that. That was my favorite movie really? growing up. I think like a good monster movie, a lot of, lot of potential, something like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. You go fun. Star Wars. Well, Star yeah. Wars is Star Wars. I mean, I, I think to get the chance to do what like John Favreau is doing right now as like somebody who grew up in making it, billions of dollars. Well, aside from that, but being able to just you know ha having grown up and being such a fan that he is, and now being able to take all those things that he loved and and make now stuff for us for the fans. I think that's really really cool too. And I mean, I think everybody enjoys those. You know, everybody of our generation now that's getting to like experience those Star Wars movies that you know we grew up. It was like. Three movies, three movies, and now it's you know growing into this whole universe. So, yeah, I mean, if I could do something Star Wars, that that would be amazing. The Mandalorian, forget about it. And Fred, if you could tell off a media or NFL person, who would it be? Oh, I know who that would be. Someone in the office. Oh, who? Someone in the NFL office. Oh, probably. Uh, yeah. What after Deflategate? Well, just in general, he's always <laughs> mad. NFL person. Ever since I mean, I've known him, he's been in the NFL office crosshairs. <laughs> I have. The uh, ex, like head of PR for the league, Joe Brown. I'll name his name. Sent Jonathan Kraft a letter and said, "I'm a pain in the ass." Well, that's. I think that's a compliment, though. Yeah. Right? No, he. I, we yeah. both laughed over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a badge of honor. I mean, considering what I you know, and Jonathan laughed over it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean. The, the way the hoops they make you jump through, I think you'd want to be a pain in the ass. You got to push back and try to like make <laughs> it better and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good question, though. What would I want? I, I don't. 
I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> I don't have any skills. What Nothing about, that I'm good at is profitable in any way. What about a TV critic? No. No. They used to remember the Jack Craig, I think his name was not the Sports goalie. on TV. Yeah, sports on TV. Not not Jack Craig, not the goalie? No, not the goalie. No? No. But the guy that What about Jim? <laughs> Jim Craig? Who's Jim Craig? No, I'm confused. The goalie. <laughs> was he a critic? <laughs> It's a bit. It's a bit. It's amazing. I got it. It's amazing. I played. I, a, I played it's, along. It's so smooth. It's so smooth. I don't I, want to interrupt. I it. played along. Did I not? It's a shtick. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, Jack writes in from we'll Ann put the transcript of that on the website later. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it all comes back to transcripts. Uh, a listener wrote asking your predictions for a long shot who would make the opening roster. Uh, here are my nominations on offense: Trey Nixon on defense, Sam Roberts. What do you think? Ah, uh, that's. I mean, it's nice in theory. I, I think he's a rookie at the bottom of the rung right now, trying to learn. And Brandon Schooler. Yeah, special teams. Paul sticking. Is that with his name? Him. Yeah, perfect. Long hair. Getting a lot of work with uh, Bethel and Slater. Yeah, I, I on Roberts. He was doing a little post session work on Tuesday, so it, I mean, it just it, we were down there, so you get just an in depth kind of look at. The veterans talking him hand placement here. You know, I mean, he but he's just like a fifth round pick, right? Roberts uh, was. I think he was later than that. But oh, was he sixth? I think he's sixth. Okay, but he's a big guy. He's yeah. a big guy, and you know, for all the, the the stuff I said about the front seven and you know defensive line, I mean, he's kind of one of those guys. Like God, please, please somehow work out and be a player because they they could really use. A, Speaking of those big guys guy. up front, I have a question. What do you guys? Um, what do you guys make of Byron Coward? I know he's been MIA for. When was the last time he was seen somewhere other than the, like the Celtics game? I <laughs> saw him. I, the only time night. I saw him was, um, you know, the organization did a great thing um, for the young girl who was the cancer survivor, and she came in, and he was here. He was one of the players that like went out onto the field with her, and that was like I haven't seen him in. in but like Eon. he was hurt all of last year, never yeah. got on the practice field, right? Nothing. Nothing. And we haven't seen him on the practice field this year. I've seen a ninety-nine out there in forever. He's just. Yeah, working out, but collecting a check. Yeah, he's still getting a check. Uh, Melvin writes in, sweet kid, with all due respect to practice, can someone please slap the hell out of Draymond Green? <laughs> when did the rest feel it's okay to allow players to talk back on every single play? Call a tech on Green and then that slap league? him. And, and then when you're done, you can go home. Do you watch that league at all? When, no, when they, was they it okay all, that you talk back? Bitch. But yeah. Curry? I know Tatum. Ta- they all smart do. brown, and, and and the flopping has gotten as bad oh. as soccer. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's to the point where like Daniel Tice has something to say to the referee yeah. after every play. But I will say something about Green. Like the stuff he's that a, he does, he's a jerk. That doesn't get called. Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. I didn't even watch the game, and I saw like a highlight of him I don't off see of a lot like of stuff a, that he does that doesn't get called. I, I well, oh, they have videos of it. Yeah, I mean, like it was one off a of yeah, free throw I, I've where seen he just some, like manhandled he, Tatum. Yeah, he has collars him, and, and yeah, yeah. And yep. I, I see. I see the same videos and don't see them the no. same way. Yeah, I don't. I like. I thought that was just. And, and then at the remember they had the big scrum in the fourth quarter. Like everybody was on the floor yeah. going for that ball, and he got he got called for a foul for pushing Marcus Smart. Al Horford tackled Stephon uh, Steph Curry, and there was no call on that. Like, does anybody up in arms? What was, was that? A, Broke his the ankle. same play. Yeah, but Green does it. was a it loose ball. Throughout the game. Yeah. And he fouled out. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't watch. He's a jerk. I hate Dr- I hate Draymond Green. Green and smart. It's real tough to watch basketball when guys like that are, like, key parts of their teams. Yeah. Like, that, that neither one of them does anything 
like remotely basketball. Like it's just I'm gonna be a tougher guy than you. <laughs> You're gonna look at me. You disrespect me. Like I I just I have no use for either one of them. Uh, Brad Natalie uh, wants to correct my pronunciation of the Australian town. It's Bendigo as an in indigo. Well, then it would be Bendigo. I don't know. I don't know what did I say. Bendigo. The dingo. Bendigo. Baby. Um, that's all, gentlemen. I miss Eric. Oh, you're the only one. But Eric would have been here to correct right, me. Right, right. Well, thank you for picking up the mantle there. Well, pronunciations. Uh, Claire, hello. Hello, everyone. Oh, I heard you did the uh, the Claire podcast. Well, a podcast that included yeah, Claire. Yeah, she was on she it the with big fish. Uh, Steve Ballesteri and Murph. Yeah. yeah. Claire, I, uh, I, I passed along the email, so it's up to him now to to respond. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Claire says, whoa, whoa, whoa. I tuned in late and don't know what's going on, but for the record, I love you guys. You weren't what? even brought up today. No. No. So no. I don't know what? what you're talking about. No, we haven't talked about Bookie. Did no. we say anything about Claire today? No. 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 We didn't uh, even talk tight ends, Claire. Yeah. Uh, so football, with the no fullback, who are you witnessing? Are you witnessing anything at the moment to see where they are going with or without that, or might it be a little too early? Uh, I didn't see anybody play fullback at all. Um, I, it seems like that that part of the, the playbook is out of the offense. Although, I mean, I don't really remember how much we saw of fullback, halfback kind of stuff in OTAs anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like a short yardage. I don't even think we ever saw two people in the backfield. No. Ever. No. no. I didn't. Certainly not Dalton Keene, who seems like the only guy who could maybe. Well, he's also another guy. He's another guy on the limited Dings. list. Yep. You know, him and Hunter John Henry. Johnny wasn't doing um, any fullback stuff. I, I, you guys are right. I can't recall two guys in the backfield at once yep. that I can think of. Uh, let's go to the ace ticket hotline. Patty's in Agawam. What's up, Patty? What's up, gentlemen? Hey. Hey, buddy. So I had a question. Um football question and um i'm prefacing this with i I know that the cap is kind of crap but uh do you guys think if at anywhere between like now and the trade deadline if john new smith doesn't show signs of um marked improvements this coming year when in this offense uh do you think they try and move them even if they have to eat some of the salary for this year and like next year too um I think it's a good question. I don't know. I think he's looked pretty good. Um, I think he's looked a little who, better. Who plays in his year. place? But yeah, that's. I don't that think you got my great question depth. is, it's great if you want to get you rid of him. Unless you love Devin Asiasi and he blows it up. But I, I think Johnu, based on the contract they gave him, I think he's. I think he's here to stay. I like that he's been here throughout all the OTA practices. He had a nice catch the other day. Um, you know, I just hope yeah, he nice looks a little more smoother. Too. Maybe a little bit. You know, maybe if it's part connected to Mac too. Um, but I, I, I yep. kind of am, I'm a little bit optimistic on Jonu Smith and Nelson Aguilar. I know that's like you know crazy to even say that, but um, <laughs> but I don't know. I think that they've just looked 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 a little better to me this year. I just so think far. you need two tight ends, and yeah. I don't know who the the other tight ends are if you get rid of Henry or, or yeah. Smith. And Henry? I know I know they make a lot of money, but yeah, Henry I mean, kind of quiet. It is what it is. Do we see much Thanks, here? He's dinged up. Yeah, There's he's no question. He's yeah. he's been limited. Him, Myers, White, Peppers. Like, those guys have been out there in uniform but haven't really done much. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas from Oslo, Norway, writes in. Um, he oh, said, according to, according to NFL.com, there are two first-round picks that are still unsigned. Pickett from the Steelers and Cole Strange. 
Why do you think Strange has not signed yet? Are the Patriots so tight against the cap that they need to rework somebody else's contract in order to have room to sign him? Also, what would happen if a player is unsigned but participates in team activities and gets injured? I, I think there's probably. I mean, it's I don't know this for sure. I think there's probably a boilerplate yeah. insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Thing that these guys sign, like this is what you would have gotten had you been signed already. That kind of thing. I, I mean, this is a little bit of an aside, but I did see. Gosh, I'm blanking on who the player is, but somebody in the fourth round got like 25k more than you're supposed to be slotted. Houston, um, and so now that's holding everything. I think it was up. the second pick of the fourth round, and that's why the fourth round has been slower. And Jack Jones signing was sort of an anomaly in that round. But I do think that they have some money issues right now in terms of having to move some stuff around to get those guys. You know, I mean, they'll get it done. They'll, I mean, it's not a big deal, but I do think they have to make some moves to, to figure that out. I think they'll have to do some stuff to operate during the season. Yeah. You yeah. know, at the very least. Like, you know, IR and, you know, claiming guys off waivers and all yep. that kind of stuff. Once they have to, when everybody counts, they'll have some, some uh, bookkeeping to do. Um, I know uh, Paul's favorite subject is special teams. Um, did we see anything in terms of Marcus Jones no. taking kicks or anything like that? He's on ice no. kind of right now. Yeah. He does warm-ups. He's kind of through the walk. He's in a red jersey even. Yeah, oh, okay. he's the only one in the red jersey. We did see Jack Jones do some punts, but he had a couple shaky. couple drops. It was shaky yeah. with him. Kyle Duggar, Paul's guy, was back there a little bit. Yeah, it's um, my annual tease. Yeah. Where they put Kyle Duggar back there. He looks smooth as silk, and then you never see him do it again. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm still hopeful that, that Marcus Jones is the guy once we get – uh, camp. Kick returns. We got a glimpse yesterday for the yep. first time of Pierre Strong. Okay. Yeah. And both, both Mike and I thought he um, he looked pretty fluid. He's an interesting guy. Interesting guy. I'm real curious to see him with the pads on and to see how big he looks, how fast he really looks, how is he through contact. He just He's tall. He's high cut. He's fast. I just want, you know, how's the stop and go? Is it he put a foot in the ground and take off and, and get through guys? Or He's a one-cut you know, guy. For yeah, one-cut. One-cut guy. But, I mean, Harris just looks like a, 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 Harris like a Stevenson. Traditional, I mean, just yeah. big, thick legs. Traditional between know. the tackles, power but, but, runner. But to your Kevin point, Harris. caught a little bit. Caught yeah. a little bit unexpectedly. I mean, we didn't really see much. I don't really remember any any plays from, from Strong where he caught the ball really at all. No, matter of fact, I didn't see many plays from him in the backfield, yeah. period. Matisse, is the phone ringing? What's going on back there? <laughs> wow. He's, he fell asleep after this. <laughs> I, saw, I saw phones ringing, people hanging up, and he's on his phone. <laughs> Where's Matt today? <laughs> he, uh, his kid uh, got sick. Oh, uh, And his wife's working, so he had to go home. And it's going around. Yeah. The cold this week. Yep. Never look at that stuff at the same again with COVID. Like you feel like your kid oh, yeah. gets a cold and you're like, great. Now great. he's going to have a little cough. And anywhere I go, everyone's going to be like, oh, you got to yeah. get a doctor's note. Yeah. Uh, Justin writes in, um, at last we got rid of Scalavino. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Hope he does well. Everything that we've seen so far doesn't tell us as much as we think. I think we all, I think we'll know a little more and have a feel for where we are after training camp is over. I, yeah. Um, we so, will know more. So if we get more information, <laughs> we'll know. We'll more. then know more. Right. Okay. Uh, do you think that yeah, Patricia okay. was moonlighting as an offensive coordinator apprentice last year? Just a thought. I don't. <coughs> Paul, I'm glad to see you agree with Mike more often. Lastly, <laughs> uh, have you guys seen The Offer? I think it's a prime movie about yeah, the, the backstory of the making Father. of The Godfather. Oh. 
And oh. I might have to to watch that. I it's get some a, things on my uh, in my queue. Is it a documentary or is it just a, a, it's a, a movie documentary about style? Oh. I I I, yeah. I don't know a tremendous amount about it, but yeah, I think it's yeah. one of those kind of movie to, movie documentary. I'm gonna have to ask thing. Matisse this question because I know he's up on it. What what's the deal with Black Adam? Is that going to be a good movie? No, we got, got we got thumbs, thumbs down. down. Thumbs down. Really? I heard it's the only movie uh, superhero movie made in the last like ten years or something without any CGI. Really? Yeah. I was gonna say this seems like they're just ripping out these CGI action movies now with like Ryan Reynolds. There's a new one each month that is shot like on a soundstage with green screen. How do you do that? Practical. Just a lot of explosive effects. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be expensive though. That's the thing, and like, dangerous, right? Yeah, you got to do all that, put it all together, and coordinate yeah. it. And and will it be as good? I mean, CGI is so good now. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys misunderstood. Like, obviously, like there was a show in the fifties that was Superman and he was flying, but right. you know, you could actually see the wires connected to right, it. Right, right. Okay? I meant, how do you do it yeah. and have it look anything like what we're used to seeing yeah. now? Right. Yeah. Well, that's why, I mean, to go back to, like, Mandalorian and Favreau, like, I think they're doing those movies great. Like, you, you some of it's practical, but it's real hard to, to see the lines. Like, when you went back to the prequels, like, those movies, it's like, oh, this is so computer-generated. There's just a guy standing there in front of a screen. But, like, now they've really done a lot of improvements on that stuff, and, and, and it doesn't take you out of it, uh, out of it as much as it used yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, Claire's in the U.K., and she's, she's calling coming. it. Oh. No. No, wait. Oh. She's on the other she's line. She's on the other line. Oh. Okay. That was hardy. Claire, what's up? Hi, everyone. Hello, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Oh, I, I tuned in a little bit late, and it was when Paul was talking about somebody had like commented in the mailbag, and then someone criticized Deuce on repeating, so I was like, whoa, what's going on? Oh, oh you were saying just generally. Oh, I got you. Yeah, it was just generally what's good. Wow, it was like this is all really negative, and I should. We like, like it when people criticize it. That means they care. Yeah, well, yeah. I like it when it's yeah, when it's valid. Like, there's yeah. a lot of things well, to criticize about, sure. but like you know, not providing transcripts for player interviews is yeah. not one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, see that, that's that's kind of the bit that I mean. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, in regards to the the coaching, Fred, I asked you if you thought that the the next heir apparent was in the building in regards to the Patriots coaching. And what and did I say? I know that you said that Jonathan and it was Robert's like kind of decision. I appreciate that. I wanted to sort of pose a question to Deuce and Paul as well, if they thought the next uh, head coach was in the building. But the other thing was in regards to, do you think perhaps, or do you all think perhaps that the heir apparent is Josh McDaniel and he's kind of been moved along for a little while to, you know, build up his strength in in Vegas, and then when the torch is passed to Jonathan Kraft, maybe Jonathan will have Josh back as his head coach. It was just something that was spitballing, and I just wondered what you guys' opinion was. So, and I'll take it off there. So, thanks very much, guys. Right. Have thanks, a good Claire. day. I, I don't. I don't really see it with McDaniel's. I, I mean, I think it could be Mayo. I think that would that would that would make sense. But I don't think the next coach is in the building. Yeah, that was. I think that's my guess. Mayo. Because I, I think if, somebody else. Yeah. if we end up with a situation where you need another coach, I, wow. I think it's going to be something happen. No, they just canceled the other OTA next week. So oh, was that right? We're done, I, I, in, we're done until training camp. I figured that was going to happen, too. Oh. That happens a lot. Yes. Like when they have that carryover OTA. And I, I, I don't – 
I just got a vibe when they were out there forever. Got a vibe. That, that they had a little bit more to do, yeah. and they were getting it done yesterday. That might be completely off. You know, like we always try to, why yeah. do they do things? And we're never right. Right. That's probably the latest thing that we're not right about. But yeah. I just got a vibe yesterday. They're out here an awful long well, time. It, it's, it was so funny. I'm driving in and I'm listening to one of Paul's shows. And the word comes around, uh, oh, Patriots have canceled practice. And they're like, oh, they're getting soft in Foxborough. Can you ever remember them canceling a practice? It's raining. I, mean, I can't give you the, the and, dates. And, and, and they were, but yes, I can uh, remember right. a lot of and times. And they're blaming it on the ra- It's raining and they're canceling practice? Oh! Well, I, think, I think the weather was part of it today. Well, I don't, but Part of it. But yeah. as we know, the only time they go inside is extreme conditions. Yeah, it was but they close. don't, pra- you know. But we also know, like at the end of mini camps in the past, he's either shortened it yep. or canceled it. You're right. Yeah. And, and you know, Fred, you're absolutely right. The other done it. The other, the other funny part of it was that Belichick spent like the whole practice yesterday talking to uh, Ephraim Ban- Ban- Banda. Banda. Uh, defensive, defensive coordinator, coordinator from Utah State. I mean, animated, uh, like doing the things with the arms. Like they go to this side, you go to that right, side. Right. Like I mean, the whole time, the uh, whole it was it was over. Like the majority of practice really is well over an hour. Like yeah, they were just talking on the sideline. Huh. You know how we've been like monitoring where Bill is in yeah. practice. Yeah. Well, yesterday that was on the sideline talking yeah. to some other guy. Maybe yeah. he's the next head coach. That's what it seemed like yesterday. <laughs> It's not Bill's decision. <laughs> he's, uh, he's putting him out there. Well, maybe it's John Bon Jovi then, too. So. He was there. He yeah. was there. I'll never get used to that one. I mean, he was up in the office yesterday. It was funny. He was right outside. Oh, he was? He was yeah. right outside your, your office. office yeah. yeah. John Bon Jovi? Yeah. yeah. The him John Bon Jovi. Robert and, I thought and I smelled perfume. Robert and John Bon Jovi were, like, right outside Josh Kraft's office. Really? Right next to you. Where was I? So I walk out. And I'm going in the kitchen because where else do I go? I get my Diet Pepsi. <laughs> and Deuce happened to be in the kitchen. I'm going, <laughs> and I'm giving him one of this. And he had already seen him. And I started thinking, like, you know how my, my wife has, like, an enormous crush yeah, on yeah. John Bon Jovi. So I was like, all right. He's, like, right there. I should go. like, But I'm like, if they come this way, I'm saying something to Robert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go on the other side. Like, because I would have had to go on the other side of opposite of where we were going. And then they went the other way, of course. But he was literally 10 yeah. feet away. Yeah. Rock star. Like, how many times do you just go out of your office and there's like a rock star? No, I, and I was talking, <laughs> talking to, to one of the most powerful owners in the I, NFL. I was talking <laughs> to one of the people on our staff, Emma, and I said, you know, were you out there? Did you see John Bon Jovi? She's like, yeah. I go, isn't it weird when you see somebody like that in person? Yeah. You know, like you see him a million times on TV. And but, he's so small. But when yeah. you see them... It, in person, it's just like weird. It's like it is. I, yeah, I, I, it happened to me a lot in LA. When you see somebody famous, you have this initial instinct that you know them, like right. that there's someone from your past that you know, right. and then you're like, I don't know them. They're a famous person, right? Like, right. That, yeah. that kind of weird. But, I'm but you immediately know, like, yeah. like something happens in your brain. You know, did and Emma then, know who it was? Yeah, that's John Bon Jovi. No, but did Emma know who that? Oh, that absolutely. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're young. Yeah, they're I know. Youngins. I know. Yeah. She's yeah, really there's funny. a new game show that actually addresses exactly what we're talking about. It's called Generation Gap. Oh, okay. And they have older people and younger. So, like, they'll show the younger people, right. like, TV shows, and yeah. they have to guess, like, who it is, I guess, or something who's like that. Who's Seinfeld, who's Olivia Rodrigo, yeah. and we go around and around. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I'd be great at that game because I'm, I'm, I'm a renaissance. No, <laughs> I'm a renaissance man. Right, you and, know what else? And Peyton Manning, I guess, is an executive producer of a new game show. Good for him. Yeah. Staying involved. Yeah. See, I would think – being in LA, that like that yesterday, that's nothing for you. 
Like you, that that's your, that was your whole life. Rock stars though. Like Rock I, stars like when special. I when I was in LA, yeah. I spent like what that one week. Yeah. And you would just and I was with some people that lived in LA. And I'd be like, "Hey, isn't that the kid from head of the head of the class?" Yeah, like that's how long ago, right? It was right, like the right. early '90s, and and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, he's yeah." Still, he's there all the time. Like, well, it's nothing to them, and I'm yeah. sure it was nothing well, to you, but not even at work, just in your regular life, right? But but there's a difference between the guy who was on head of the class and John Bon Jovi. You know, like like that's like with that one, it's like this is a mega rock no, star. No, I get it. I get you it. Know, you, you see, see like, like a, a star as opposed to a guy who was on a show, right? And there's, right. there's a difference. You know. Try to remember. I mean, I, I told the Adam Sandler story before. Get ended up in an ice cream shop in Malibu. Like that was one for me that was just like, oh, you know, I had a Patriots hat on. He started talking to me about it. Um, a lot of them were work associated, though. That you know, you're meeting these people briefly and, and chatting with them. But I just think it's weird. It's like it, those old ESPN commercials where you, you know, like you're in the office and like. You know, Mr. Met walks down the, you know, <laughs> like, you just, you right. like, I don't, right. I've never gotten used to over 20 years here that you, like, you walk out of your office and Andre Tippett's over there. Yeah. The guy's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And he's, like, he has an office, like, opposite mine. Well, I get it with Robert yeah. Kraft just walking through the hall. You just go down a hall and I look down and, you know, there's just this little old guy walking by. You're like, that's Robert Kraft. You know, it's still, that's still well, crazy. Well, he's your boss. Me. I know. I know. That's a little I different. still, I still, you know. Still a very rich and powerful man. <laughs> sure. And a handsome, handsome man. <laughs> and handsome, that. too. Listen, I hope I'm like that when I'm his age. <laughs> right. Tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. But so Bon Jovi was outside my office. What were they yeah. doing? Just walking around. Were they like, you know, <laughs> singing? They had an acoustic set. Yeah. Little, uh, living, little, little, living on the little you know, on Performing that. for the uh, admin sorry, level. I wish. I wish. Were, were, were like everybody like looking over their All cue of a sudden wall? you just hear bum, bum, dum, 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 No, but were like people like peeking around corners <laughs> and stuff? I don't know. Everyone was uh, head down pretty much, but. I'm not sure how many people noticed that he was there. Like, who's that old lady? But like, oh, why were they even in that neck of the woods? He comes up a lot. I mean, how many times John has he been John Bon Jovi? Here? Doesn't it seem like – I feel like he's been here at least no, three he, or four you, times. No, you meant like in that part of the no, office. No, just why in our thing. Where, oh. Why were they in our part of the office? Right. The admin level. Because Robert's not in our part of the building right. very often. Right. I mean, meet Josh maybe. Oh, maybe. I yeah. don't think Josh was here though. Oh. He's just going through his stuff. Maybe. Wow. That's exciting. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. I missed right it. There. I missed that all. I don't know where I was. Bring him back to the bullpen a little – those were the first two CDs I ever bought, Slippery Moore and New Jersey. Really? Nope. Wow. Nope. What was the first CD I have you bought? CD? Yeah. I was back with albums. You were in like Paul. your 30s. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell you. I don't know if I ever bought a CD. The first album. I have, I have a the lot. The first of them, album. I didn't buy any. Stole you know, them all. The first album I was given for my birthday was Yellow Brick Road, Elton John. Oh. Yeah. Classic. I can't remember the first album I had either, but I had a million. Oh, Yeah. Sure. Like you Donna guys never Summer did uh, like Columbia House that like I, I tried it. I did do that, and I got actually I got cassettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the yeah, time, it's such a ripoff. Oh yeah, because oh, they, they like are. like you know you get twelve for a penny for one penny. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so there's twelve you like, and then every month you have to do it, and yeah. there's nothing you like. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing you like, and people get in trouble with them because they keep sending you stuff, and you never yeah, my, you my, don't want them, and you yeah. end up having to pay for yeah, them. Yeah, my 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 mother was the one. She was like, you know, we can do this, and as long as you like. A song, like on an album, or you know, we'll we'll just get it. Like you don't have to like the group, you don't right. have to like a lot of songs. If there's one song and you'll listen to it, then you'll get it. And her th idea was, you'll listen to the album and you'll like other songs, right? And it worked. Okay, because there's a lot of a lot of things that I got like that. That yeah, I liked this song and didn't really know many of the others, and all of a sudden I was big fan of the whole album. Yeah, I tried it maybe a couple times and it never worked out for me. <laughs> yeah. 
People yeah. try to try to scam it a lot. I remember trying to like people like trying to. You sign get the up. twelve and then you then you quit. Yeah, and then but you, you're not allowed to quit right. Yeah, away. And, and you're not allowed like those things are impossible to quit too. Right. Talk about something that just doesn't exist anymore. Like yeah, that, that whole thing that's gone. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That you know you just go online and you down you know whatever. Well, is it? I mean, it's pretty cool. I think you know. I know. I, I remember s- remember when the first iPod came out. Yeah. Not iPhone, iPod, iPod. in 04. Yeah. yeah, that was the greatest thing yeah. ever. I yeah. still yeah, because use, I remember I still walking around that. with the Walkman right, sure. and you had that cassette. Or, or the CD I still one used that, that like as recently as like three years ago. Yeah, the, I have an with old with the wheel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I had a huge uh, playlist in it, right? Yeah. And it just was easier for me to use that. It was really small; it fit easily. Yeah, yeah but what, what's better than that? I you know? know, and now it's all on your phone. Now, now it's you all on like, your phone. But that's for that. Those are obviously for when you're outside. And so I, I, I would much prefer like the old. I mean, it's not as it's different. The sound is different, but like people just have their phones and stuff. Like it's not the same. Well, if you if you Bluetooth your phone to nice speakers, then it does right. sound great. Right. You know. Yeah. You know, so uh, but audiophiles, real audiophiles, even think that that you know because th- you lose something in digital. Yeah. That they think that you still have in vinyl. Uh-huh. It's you know so yeah. the real, digitally remastered. Yeah. The the, like you know, the, the audio. real audiophiles. Oh. Some of them still prefer uh, vinyl. I like the old vinyl. Yeah. That's kind of turning around with maybe thinking about getting an old record player. Just I've got a couple. Yeah. yeah. I don't care that much about it. But I don't either. Yeah. I do remember. It's probably just because it's a connection to my youth. That I like that way. Yeah, yeah. But Billy remember, Joel, Glass Houses. Remember, like you know, Listen you'd, you'd have like the the uh, stereo where you stack the albums, and you know, like you play one side, and then the other one yep. would yeah. plop down. Plop down. On, on, you know, I would do my homework yeah. which like, is like that. The worst thing for the vinyl because yeah. you know you're scratching <laughs> it and everything. Fifth, sixth, seventh grade, I would sit yeah. at my desk by myself in my room, and I'd have yeah. like three albums like that, and I'd do my homework. Yeah. Probably explains a lot about my uh, slacker nature but, as a student. But like that's why that, I'm here. That whole thing is if you like the B side of the album, you're out of luck. Yeah, you can well, only play one side of every album at a time. At then a you time, you go and flip them. Then over. you flip them over. But you you kind of want want to listen to the whole album. Yeah, and then go to the next album. You know, it's a lost art. Of listening well, if you like, wanted to do that, you could do eight tracks. Yeah, because they would just oh, oh I never had in eight the middle tracks. of the they song would just cycle through. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. had one. Well, yeah. do you remember like? Do you ever, so you never listened to 8-tracks? Nope. Here was the worst thing about an 8-track. So you used to have, like, they have, like, four sides, like, for yeah. lack of a better term. Four sections. Four sections. Yeah. And some of the songs would cut between, like, two and three. Right. Like, the same song. So, like in a dark comp- desert, chunk highway. <laughs> no, he's not, <laughs> that's not an exaggeration. Right, right. Right in the middle of it. Yeah, and I was yeah. like. Why, like, even as a kid, I was like, why wouldn't they just make sure that an entire song fit? Right. Before they went to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. But th- that would happen. Yeah. And you'd see, like, it would have, like, the contents on the, on the, on the, the it would be like, one, you know, uh, play the game. You know, we are the champions. Two, uh, you know, we will rock you. Three, we will rock you continued. <laughs> right. It's like, what, what, like why is it? Why? why? Right. Yeah. Eight tracks didn't last long because, and they were yeah. awful. Yeah. Awful. And then with tapes, you uh, eventually you got the ability to, to fast forward and have it stop in between songs. Remember that? Well, that's like, that was a cassette. Great you could cassettes. do that. You can't do that on yeah. eight tracks. That was the drawback of an eight track yeah. is you had to let it play through. You could click between one, two, three, four. So you, if you were in one and you wanted to go to two, you could just click the thing and you go to two. But you'd miss a song like you couldn't fast forward through a song that you didn't like. Right. 
yeah. to get to the next one. Do you think people still make mixtapes for other people? Does that still happen? I, that was just I, a I, 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 I I call playlists. Yeah, now, but th- yeah. is that still a thing that was when you would like make a mix oh, for somebody? Yeah. And, but you said, oh, "Hey, I'm going to send you a playlist." Does that still? Okay, happen? maybe that's a did Spotify you, thing. Did you used to spend, send? Oh, oh I made. I made. Oh. I made was mixtapes. that your? Was oh. that your? Was that your power move? Uh, no, I, mean, I don't know if it's a power move. It was my like. Okay, Paul might remember awesome mix number one. Remember, but to your girl. Oh yeah, love song. Remember back with records, yeah, albums. Um, they'd have the commercial, and it was like the Rontel, and it was all the best songs. But some of them were the original. Yeah, Kato. Some of them were the original artists, but others were like cover songs. This, like, this like other had, band doing the all the popular yeah. songs. I got a, I got a few of those, yeah. um, and they're not bad because like, it's like all like you know for someone like me, me like Fred probably wouldn't like it because Fred was more of a. Like a rock, rock yeah, and roll I guy. I wanted the real. Thing. They were they were all really poppy songs. They were like, like compilations. They were, they were yeah. but they were top forty songs. Yeah. So you get, I would get like you know an album with like twenty songs on it, and I liked every song because they were all top forty. But you songs. had to be careful. Some were the original artists, some weren't. You know, they couldn't yeah, get the I don't rights remember or getting one that that wasn't. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They had they had. This the, doesn't sound quite right. Yeah. A little bit off. Yeah. I don't know, it's just it's all changed so much from like. I, I mean, it's like going to the strawberries as a kid. You have no idea. Like, how do you know what to buy? And, and, and I mean, even the existence of Shazam, I still can't believe that there's something that can just hold your phone up and listen to a song and it tells you what it is. Like, there were so many times where, God, I love this song. Please say what it was. Like, at the radio, you're listening to the DJ. And right. like, if he doesn't, just goes into another song. You're like, I, I don't know. And what is, is no that what, what Reese does to get the lists at practice? I don't know. But, I think but, they or does someone give him the I think list. they just send it to I don't know. Them. But Jerry Thornton got him, uh, I think it was yesterday. He, yeah. He put, one of the, he put one of the wrong. Uh, yeah. The, uh, won't be Who again. Uh, or, yeah. Behind yeah. Blue Eyes and Baba O'Reilly. Yeah, right, yeah. right. 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 Yeah, he met, he, he made he a mistake got it yesterday. Jerry Jerry Thornton called him out. Not Ty, not Tyquan Thornton. Jerry How Thornton. did Jerry know he made a mistake? Because he was there. He was there oh. because we were there. Yeah, and he read the list. And he was like, uh. Why was Jerry there? <laughs> He's a credential member of the media. Yeah. For who? Who's on the sidelines? Barstool, I think. He works for Barstool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was asking You didn't know question. that? No. He's worked there for years. I didn't know that. Brief. You don't watch his knee jerk uh, I don't column do after anything every on, game. I think it's pretty well known that I don't do anything with Barstool. That's true. No. Yeah, you've eschewed Barstool. Yeah, after their child pornography, I I decided to I, make a stand. That's fine. I I I respect that. I respect that. Um, Patrick says the um, for some reason I feel like Jonathan is going to make a run at Mike Vrabel once Bill is no longer the coach. I'm, I'm in. Just out of curiosity, is uh, are these people? The coaches of their current teams at the time. Yes, and we're just going to take them because we're the Patriots. Yeah, that's why we need. Which could, I'm not saying that that's a deal breaker. Josh, your time at the Raiders is done. <laughs> Come back. You home. will now return. No, yeah. I mean, like a lot of people think Sean Payton. Yeah. You know that was the whole thing with New Orleans is that he was going to go and become Miami's coach. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people for years have speculated Dallas for Sean Payton. So I'm not telling you it can't happen. I just yeah curious as to people if they think those guys are going to wash out where they are. And be available, or we're gonna right. trade for him at what point? And that's why I don't see career, I don't see be Josh available? because if Josh becomes available after falling flat on his face with that yeah, team, I think we Josh really want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to say zero percent because you could trade for him. He could no. be successful, but I think if he gets fired from the Raiders, you're not going to want him. Right. Yep. Yep. All right. Listen, uh, we're not gonna, done. Yeah, we? we're going to be done. Um, oh, thanks everyone no. for uh, listening. Um, sorry we couldn't have that second live uh show but you know things happen uh but we'll be back next week tuesday our regular time talk more patriots i'm sure there'll be more nfl news by then 
talk to you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.